think the beginning got cut off. We'll play the beginning again. I think I, I, I think. to that what's wrong man it's (laughs) the latest and greatest in sound effects and everything on this soundtrack sound effects this is good stuff you you came to the right place folks all uh that's right 19 of you or i don't know who's watching now all 22 we got more than that all 22 of you welcome you guys this is Saturday night john beale's Saturday night it is uh january 22nd 2022 8 9 p.m eastern 804 pacific out here in santa cruz it's at 1105 now 11 805 it's time to rock it's there 8 oh yeah there you go let's see it's what's five uh, it's time to rock there temperature reading here is 10 degrees so we're doing, <laughs> we're doing well it's 51 degrees here 51 if we, if we uh, just lose a degree maybe if little, uh, caleb or, or johnny or um jay come in it'll be 51 and they'll have uh you know 50 degrees out where they're at maybe maybe i don't joke no i, I believe joke. yeah i mean that's, that's the truth that's, that's a nice truth. nice balmy 51 i mean you could go out you know go out for a walk in some shorts and t-shirt out there you know maybe maybe yeah. later yeah if you guys want to see that Drop some comments, smash some thumbs. Definitely. And yes. Let Johnny venture out into the cold 51 degree night. Yeah. Give him I a started, reason. I Tell sort him. of did. I, <laughs> maybe I will. Maybe I will. I kind of did earlier. Sort of. Uh, party begins. That's right, Warlag. Warlag. Hey, dude. Warlag. Good Welcome seeing back. you. Good talking to you the other day. And let's let's say hello to the top tier of channel members here on Johnny Bean TV YouTube station. We have members. We have television people... network, internet network. Johnny yes. Bean internet network. We have people that 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 actually want to be here. And wow. and the top tier of the people that 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 really really love this stuff, and we love you guys, are the executive producers, and they are Dave Ennis, Vinyl Freak Fifty One Fifty, Mike Neese, Super Supporter, Music Therapy Laz, Majestic PB and Jelly Cat, Wayno, False Flag, Super Supporter, Sherman Callahan, Andy Carson, Michael B R Habs, Warlag. Uh, the Chad, Lenny Lou and Mary, James Gum, John Moronic, Paul Martin Woods, brand new, brand new uh, executive producer, Stephen Franklin, Michael Smith, the captain, 
Got Thomas to. Santiago, the captain, Thomas Santiago, Joe Christians, Jimmy Hawkins, and Steve Carmichael. Michael Carr, Steve. Good to see you. Michael, Steve Carr Mitchell. <laughs> Carmichael. That's the Carmichael. top tier. That's the top tier of channel members here on Johnny Bean TV YouTube station. If you'd like to become a channel member, click that join button right below the 17 thumbs ups. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. And let's see. We'll, we'll do this backwards. We're live on Facebook tonight. Also, and uh, Johnny Bean TV Facebook page at Johnny Bean TV on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, let's let's be Facebook friends. So follow me uh, at at Johnny Bean TV. Uh, If you'd like to help support over there, Facebook stars is a way you can do that. You can always get a hold of us uh, via WhatsApp at the number on your screen and uh any super chats will change the color of my lights so if you look behind me you see what's called the guitar noir that's where most of the guitars stay i remember when there was like five guitars in there yeah now there's six yeah i mean you got that, <laughs> that new one i can see you got one in the works behind you i want to ask you about that one at some point sure it's Saturday. it's Saturday. Yeah. We, we can we can talk about that so those those are magic lights that change magically any super chats donations towards this channel towards these shows keeps keeps the motor motors running keeps the heat on johnny's house or off. Oh, there is there is no heat no heat <laughs> i'm freezing I'm, I, I take i actually take i i wear this red you can kind of see it right there. Oh, yeah. This, this huge red jacket. That's what I normally wear. I I, uh, I don't wear it during these shows to kind of look kind of presentable. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be sitting there in some huge coat looking like I'm freezing. Right. Well, yeah. you're not. It's only 51 degrees over there. It actually, it yeah, it's only 51 here in Santa Cruz. So there you go. Magic lights. If you'd like to help support the channel, any super chats will change the color of those lights in real time. Uh, what else? happened? Yeah, it's it's magic. It's a lot of fun. And I haven't said this in a while. This is actually a podcast. podcast. Uh, you can actually you can actually ask you can actually ask Siri. No, that's that's the Discord. Discord. <laughs> but you can actually ask Siri to play the Johnny Bean podcast over on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Facebook. Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, SoundCloud as well. So if you if you'd really like to to get these episodes as podcasts, those are the places you can go. And I am I am planning other other types of podcast uh, content, um, exclusive to those podcasting platforms. Wow. So yeah, it's incredible. Can't imagine what you'll be talking about. I mean. <laughs> Tune in. Tune in and see. Well, so yeah, look for other other podcasts, other type of things on on other subjects. Um one of them possibly being uh uh Grand Theft Auto podcast. No way. Man. Mm-hmm. You're getting good at that, huh? Dude. 
is it even like a skill skill at this time or you're just having fun it's it's both yeah it's both but yeah we're assembling a crew over there it's it's madness it's madness um keep keep hearing about it someday i gotta check it out oh dude i've seen a a few of your streams which is it's 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 very entertaining stuff so yeah check that out Mm -hmm. like i was telling you i I was hanging out with with dr dre yeah that was cool last last week. week yeah Going yeah, he's, out he's, studio. he's got. A, he has a studio. I was back there today, actually, in the studio. I actually did a uh, a walkthrough of his studio, and that will be a video on the channel here tomorrow. It'll cool. be a video upload for you guys to check out Dr. Dre's studio within Grand Theft Auto. We need the fifty one fifty Grand GTA world. You know. The, the plans are out there. Somebody build it. I don't know how to build digital <laughs> worlds, but it shouldn't be that hard. I that would be that would be awesome. Do you know how to do that? Do you know how to create worlds in 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 the world in the GTA world? Or that's that's like higher level stuff. That's that that's real nerd stuff. Yeah, which we're not we're not those kinds of nerds. I wish we were. You know, somebody out there, someone in the we'd, chat, we'd be millionaires if we were seriously, because that would be really cool. I mean, if <laughs> a couple couple weeks ago, I found the act, the plans to 5150, the layout, the actual architectural plans. And so if someone out there knows how to design digital worlds, I would love to see that, uh, you know, check, check in with Johnny or check Johnny's Facebook group. And those plans are out there. You can build the whole digital 5150 studio. Or racquetball court, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> that's that's cool. So yeah, Pascal from France. Hey, dude. Bonjour, man. Bon bon, bon appetit. Bon, bon appetit. <laughs> I just had fish sticks. Oh, that makes so that makes you a, a gay fish. That makes me a fish. Yes, and corn. And corn, fish sticks, and corn. Ugh. Robot, robot master switch. One, one, one of my uh, cronies, over, over in the GTA land. There is a creator tool within GTA Online. You could build so, from fifty if you had the hours to burn. I'm sure someone out there has the hours to burn. I don't, but <laughs> I, if I did, I'd, instead I spend my hours looking at up a uh, useless Van Halen information and then sending it out to those who can use it. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron Brown, dude. The people that make GTA are based about 20 minutes from my house. Dude, that, that's incredible. Bring the plans over to them, Cameron. I want to see it. I want to see Johnny out there. I want to see him virtually recording in 5150. Oh, that'd be cool. You don't want to do anything, you don't want to do anything violent over there. You gotta it's gonna be a nice peaceful place. Man. I, I I never told you my friend actually recorded there years ago. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. was it a full on project that uh, he was doing in, uh, in in the studio with the, with a band, or it was just like he had a chance to do a tour and record a few tracks, or how did it go? Do you want to get into that? I don't know. <laughs> no, I will not get into. Okay, it. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell by your reaction you don't want to get into that. So yeah, we'll talk about that some other time. But that's cool. That's cool. You know, it's that's it's a rare uh, experience. I'm very, I'm sure. Anyone in the chat? Anyone recorded at fifty one fifty? 
be great if you did. Or anyone been to 5150. We do have a large uh, audience out there. Gordon's Fisherman. Sharon, <laughs> I don't think it wasn't Gordon's Fisherman. It was uh, whatever the, the Trader Joe's brand is. Better than not, Gordon's. Probably better awful. than Gordon's. They're not yeah, awful. It's like Whole Foods or something. Oh, dude. I, sh I should have taken a screenshot, man. What do you got? I should I should have taken a screenshot. Here we are now. It's now 50. 50. It was so 51. Aaron Sanikers, we went from 51 to 50 degrees. 50. It is officially 5150 time in Santa Cruz. That's great. That's true. <laughs> That's see how excited we get you guys how pretty soon it's gonna be 49 <laughs> <laughs> we'll celebrate then too maybe it's it might be nine degrees here right now so i'll check later that's cold that's literally cool that's oh yeah when i trader joe's is much better sharon is saying yeah i would say better than gordon's fisher fisherman i mean i you know, I could have got Chipotle. I could have got Five Guys Burgers. I could have got anything I wanted for dinner tonight. But I just, I figured, uh, you know, it's, it's better to, to cook. It's better to, to make, make your own food. Even though it's just throwing the stuff in the oven and, and stirring. And it's, you know, it, it gave me an excuse to do uh, the past couple days uh, dishes that were piling up. Nice. So... It was awesome. All Dave, all night says, I heard in some interview that the bathroom in 5150 had a quarter inch input jacks on the wall that were wired to the amps in the studio. So if Ed was in there with his guitar, he could play. That doesn't sound too far fetched. I do have a photo of Eddie in the bathroom, the bathroom at 5150 with a guitar. Oh, yeah. I have, I, 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 I don't know where I got it. Why not know. make it an, ISO, an ISO booth? Why Who not make sent it? A... it? I don't know. I haven't seen the photo in years, but I know that I have one somewhere. I've seen mm -hmm. it. I, I've, I'm thinking, what 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 year was it? Let me see if the bathroom was on the layout here. Because he had said in an interview somewhere that 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 the studio that had a restroom where that was rigged up, I guess. And then, of course, we all know the the two and a half men skit, where he takes his guitar in the bathroom. I don't know. You see a bathroom there? I can barely focus on it. But... I see a kitchen area. I see the shop. Monitor amps. Tape library. <laughs> I can't think of the right way to go with my um... hand. Up or down. I'll have to examine <laughs> it. I'll have to examine it. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Well, you got to include the bathroom somewhere. Let's see. I'll just do a quick look here. I don't see a bathroom, but could be off the kitchen area somewhere it could be hey i i saw a question what do we got question for johnny john bl or anyone in the chat who knows bozik says i recently bought a cheap music man axis had a nice gold quilt top like eddie's sounds good for cheap pickups but bridge buzzes a lot ideas yeah, sure. Bridge buzzing. Upgrade it to a full-on uh, German Floyd. 
right? Or does it come with a German Floyd? That isn't it a uh, the Axis doesn't come with a. Did the 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 EVH Music Man come with a German? No, no. Okay, no, they never came with with an actual Floyd. So that might help you with your buzz. Um, what do you think, Johnny? What do you mean? What do you mean by buzzing? You mean like the action? Or you mean the, the bridge itself? You hit strings and there's rattling. Is that what you mean? If there's rattling, you can just you can you can see what what's loose. Try tightening. Yeah, if it's an electrical buzz, then or something with the wire. Oh, oh, if it's electrical buzzing, you got to get a bigger hammer. <laughs> Bring it to your uh, local tech and and tell them <laughs> to ground it. Shield the uh, shield the cavity. See, that's the reason. That's dude. I I had so many. You know, because I would put together my own guitars over the years, you know, such as this type type of thing here, and and there there was nothing worse. Yeah, yeah, like that. There was nothing worse than than putting the guitar together, and then plugging it in, and then and then turning the volume, you know, off, and you get zzz. yeah, right. But it stopped when you touch the strings, right right yeah i've never figured that out myself i i know you're i mean you basically are grounding it to your body when you're playing yeah. but you yeah. still shouldn't have with a humbucker you shouldn't really have uh, you know an outrageous buzz maybe with a s single coils you're, you're always gonna have it no well well no i mean with anything you shouldn't right you shouldn't that means it's, it's not it's not totally grounded but there was a lot of times where i just couldn't get the thing totally grounded excuse me oh Fish burps. Oh. Fish. Ew. <laughs> there was there was a lot of. I'll just talk over that. There was a lot of times where there was a lot of guitars that I would play, and and they and they were, you know, bzz, bzz. Right. so right. there was a lot of shows where I would have to use a volume pedal, and then and then and then have my my the uh, the volume totally cut, in between songs. So that but that annoying buzz wouldn't wasn't going right. to the amp, right, Kurt? Or That's a, right. A no, or a noise gate or something. <laughs> hey, Kurt. Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on, man? I, Johnny, I was telling right. Bo Zeke, you know the three block screws that uh, screw the the uh, plate into the block that are behind the saddles. Yes. Yes. That might be loose if it's causing a rattling sound when he hits the strings. One of those screws might is, be loose. So is it rattle? Is it actually rattle? Like, is it acoustic rattle or electric rattle? We, it's not, acoustic. He said he at first he thought it was a fret buzz, but then when he put his ear, it it's coming from the bridge. Hmm. So, so something mechanical. Something mechanical's loose. Could be uh, um, saddles. It could be the, the arm. It could be, like you said, the uh, underneath the saddles. Yeah, the block, and sometimes they have well, the axes have that um, those little fingers that hold the um, even the springs could could make a little bit of a rattle, definitely. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'd take it apart and just tighten everything, or put a, put a, a better Floyd on it. Uh, the go, I think the Goto Floyds are great. Is that what it comes with? The Goto, the yeah. axes come. Yeah. yeah, Music Man makes a good. As far as I know, I haven't had one, but uh, 
everything I've heard. And the Axis are great. So the Axis was where they where Music Man picked up after Ed had Ed's contracted or Ed had left to PV. But they were basically were all the Axis's built with the leftover stock of the. Uh... No, some of them were though. The EXs, the ones that were in, made in Japan, were leftover uh, leftover stock of what we know. Okay, and then uh, then they started making the Axis's in the United States. With fresh supplies, I would, I would right. assume. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Right, Johnny? He's like, I don't know. Probably. We should take a field trip down there. They're not too far from here. You should. I could, I could hop in the car and, and, and be down in San Luis Obispo in probably a uh, few hours. I just that found out we have a piano factory in my town, like literally in a mile away from here, and they build like world-class pianos. Piano town. Thing. It's a it's a huge old factory building, and they build full on hundred percent from beginning to end pianos. And people like Elton John go buy their pianos from there. It's crazy. It's right down the street. It's it's. Uh, I, I gotta. I'll find the name. Let me find the name of it so I can just plug. Just because you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm not lying. <laughs> Why would anybody lie about that? I don't know. But it's interesting. Hey, I'd love to take a tour. They, the local um, cable access place did a uh, did a. Um, you did still a have cable place. access? Oh yeah. What was it channel thirty three? Yeah. I don't have actual regular TV. I haven't had regular TV in years, so I haven't seen cable access. Although I will tell you guys, um, I actually was on a cable access show, actually playing a Kramer guitar in 1992 92 doing 1992 doing the entire wanting to be van halen which now is the last thing i want to do because there was only one eddie but back in the day you know wanting to do all that stuff and it'd be it'd be awesome to see that footage now because it was me in front of a blue screen with like a, a bunch of crap behind me and actually i was jamming with the, my buddy he was on bass i was on guitar and this was on cable access. We, that was back when you had to go to a studio, and and they they it wasn't live. They filmed it. Although I was on a, on a live cable access show one time, performing with a previous band in two thousand three. <laughs> Actually, and I do have that footage. Maybe at some point, I will I will release that. Drum it up. But actually, now that I think about it, that show actually had horrible buzz. Because the, the, something was ungrounded during that program. I just mean the show itself. It was like buzzing. Mason and Hamlin Piano Company. Check them out. If you're in the market for a high-end piano, and I'm, I, I think they start at like $14,000 or something like that. So I don't know how high-end that is for piano. I, don't, I haven't bought a piano recently. I did find a, uh, a Hammond organ on the, on the street corner a couple yeah. weeks ago. It's not a uh, B3, but I found a Hammond. It's called a chord, chord organ, and it's it? made by Hammond. It was for free on the side of the road. I do have it. Um, let me find a picture because it's down in my garage. So <laughs> I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna go down there. But it oh. my, actually, it was by my fiance's, uh, my fiance's house, and she's like, "Dude, come over and check this out." And we just grabbed it off the street corner. I got a piano room. right here in this room. I'm in. Um... So Jesse Finch, I have no idea what brand that is, but here we'll uh, 
Sounds like a Jesse Finch. Right there. Nice. Upright. Yep. Don't mind. Oh, the, that, uh, that's cool. Don't mind the uh, the table there. That's for business. <laughs> <laughs> kind of business. <laughs> business. <laughs> Johnny, do you need a neck on that uh, red guitar back there? Mm, no. No. Okay. You got a neck. Probably that. I don't know. It's it's something I I took apart during during one of my. Uh, that's a good segue. Sunday nights here on uh, on YouTube and Facebook, uh, we do what's called the Sunday Night String Chain Show, where we actually work on guitars. And on a previous episode, I actually tore apart this guitar, and I've yet to do what I said I was going to do with it. Um, but because it's Saturday, Stratterday, I figured oh, it'd be nice, nice background. It's a, it's a great looking, uh, you know, uh, instrument, potential instrument. So, yeah, it was a total instrument for years, for forever. It was actually a main guitar, uh, for me at one point. That's the Ooh. organ. Oh, dude, that's cool. I like that. Oops. Oh, Whoa. be careful. Be careful. Oh. Be, be careful. <laughs> Just a dog. That's no totally. shirtless selfies. No. So it's got like a whole. It, oh. It's got a whole. That whole section is like in uh, an accordion. Like you push the cord, like an accordion. You know how it's got like the the buttons instead of the uh, the keys on part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I I haven't even plugged it in yet. I don't know if it works, but it's it's in great condition and it was free. So and it's a Hammond. It's a it's an actual Hammond organ. So. So yeah, nice, someday man. I'll give you an update when I when I move into new place and I have room for it. I'll. Uh... Oh, it's huge. No, I mean, well, it's it's heavy and it's it's probably you know the size of a desk. You know, it's big. Oh, in it's that not picture, just a... it looked like it was just like this big. It's a it's a full it you know, like like a B three, but it's it's much smaller than a B three. But it's like it's a desktop type of thing. It's not like it's not like a little you know Yamaha keyboard. It's it's a Home yeah. organ. It's an whole. It's an old home organ. If that, a what? You know, home organ. <laughs> it's called a chord organ. So, you like in, uh, I guess, like the, a lot of the the old studios were uh, putting them in there for like, you know, sound, you know, yeah. different sounds. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So hey, that's cool. I got a lot of projects going on here, and we'll see how that goes. Bozik, speaking of that. Speaking of repaired headstock, Wolfgang, John, I mean, whatever happened to it, the that head that Wolfgang that 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 uh, took a tumble back here, the headstock has been repaired, and uh, I it, I think it's on its way here. So as soon as I get it, there'll be an unboxing. That'll be a cool show, and it'll be cool. It's been totally totally professionally repaired. Nice. Amazing. Incredible. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we can't wait. Yeah. Any yeah. Of that stuff. I love the, you know, there's a channel I follow. Uh, 
two wood for two wood forward or something like that the guy repair is a he's a guitar what? repair <laughs> i can't think of his name i'm gonna have to find it now it's like it's two two wood forward twoodford or something like that fernwood tonight no <laughs> remember that show no martin mall fernwood tonight it was it was a late 70s it was supposed to be like a talk show it was martin mall and and what's his name in the chat you guys know what i'm talking about it was like a 70s uh talk it was a fake talk show but it it was a real it was a it was a spoof on talk shows twoodford fernwood tonight <laughs> it was awesome oh, i yeah. loved it was that that's like zach galifianakis between two ferns have you seen that one? Oh yeah of course yeah, that's good yeah. stuff yeah of course yeah. man yeah those are awesome <laughs> Santa Cruz says he had he had one of those he got for free, kept it in his garage for a few years, and then gave it away on Craigslist. Hey, that's what I might end up doing. But at the very least, it says it's got you know it's got like twenty five tubes in it, so you could probably if if the tubes are good, you can sell those old tubes for for some good cash. So we'll see. Someday I'll get into that and fix it. See what I can do with it. Jay, no sports talk on here. Come on, you know better. Yeah, after last week. <laughs> Football season's almost over. Yeah. No sports. I've learned, I've learned two things in the last two weeks. No sports talk on here and no more tagging Jay on social media ever again. <laughs> did he do it? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Jay announced. Did he announce that on the show or was that afterwards? Yeah, he was, like, yeah, he was talking about it on the show. What's he doing? But he was like, you know, Kurt, you tagged me on like 30 things. All right, I won't tag you anymore. <laughs> I tag him every day and stuff. You see that? I tag you too. I yeah. I've I've been tagging him though for like years. <laughs> and uh, Ooh, I get it. Sorry, I missed that one. Podcast. Huh? Oh, I mean, I I get it, but it's like I I I I can't do without it for what I'm trying to do here. You have to be on it. You have to be on top of it. Yeah. It's like 24 hours, like nonstop. And it just yeah. becomes, you just, it just becomes, uh, we're talking about social media, you guys. It just, it just becomes like routine, a routine, like the way you think, like every, everything I think, literally everything I think is an idea of, <laughs> of how to do something I'm already doing, how to do it bigger, better, the next step, you know, that's what always. Always. I mean, every night I, 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 uh, I have to, um, restrain myself from, from, <laughs> from, from going live, you know, doing whatever I do, you know? Yeah. I sit mean, on, you got to sit on your hands so you don't go live. <laughs> I, well, it, it, it depends. It, it depends. But, but, um, and I know some of you guys, you, you kind of laugh about the, the, uh, the GTA and stuff. But that actually helps because I go live doing GTA every night, and that actually curves the 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 <clears> urge <throat> of of uh, of uh, filming my dinner or something. You, you know, <laughs> probably a little more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I would guess. <laughs> Doctor Pinkle's in the house. Doctor Pinkle. Hey. Dr. Pinkle to the lobby. Dr. Pinkle to the lobby. 
Caging Dr. Pringle. <laughs> Paging Mr. Herman. <laughs> That's right, Sharon. Yeah, always. Always planning. Always. The Johnny Breen, the Johnny Breen, the Johnny Bean brand. <laughs> that that that's that's what it is. All, my life has turned into a a, a show. You can't show too much because it's not really. Johnny. Mm. What does that say? Is it Johnny Cash? No, it's Johnny. Oh. <laughs> Watch out! Cobra Kai might make that into a Johnny Bean. T-shirt. Yeah, he probably will. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, stand up. Let's see. It. It's all good. Oh, we could have some fun with that. Johnny Cash. Is that a legal shirt? Uh, it's a Walmart shirt, so it should be. Oh, okay. We can, we can do Johnny Bean, the man in red. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, there's all those Facebook shirts. I'm, I'm always having to, like, block all these people trying to sell, you know, bootleg Van Halen shirts, like, nonstop. Right. No, I mean, um, yeah, Walmart's been selling a lot of good... I got a good the 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 uh, Van Halen '82 shirt, the Lion shirt, is is uh, at Walmart these days. Yeah, I got less Walmart. than ten bucks. Christmas, ACDC, Metallic—they they really they carry everything, or they're jumping on the the all those brands, you know, bands or bands or brands, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Come here, it's Catter Day, Ned. Come here, psycho. Come back. Oh. Bye, Ned. Ned. Ned's here. <clears throat> okay, Santa Cruz 3600 asked, uh, have you answered yes on the application that asked if you've ever been fired? Um, I don't know if I've ever filled out an application uh, <laughs> where it asks if you've been fired. Normally, it just asks for employment history. Maybe it's different in Washington. Uh, but last night I told a story about when I dumped uh, like six garbage bags full of popcorn on my ex-girlfriend's front lawn when I worked <laughs> at a movie theater and I got fired the next day. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. Well, you worked, worked at a movie theater. That's cool. Yeah. What were you? Uh, what did you do there? Took tickets and then worked behind the, the counter, you know, serving nachos and popcorn. And I always wanted to do, be a projectionist. That was kind of I always thought that was cool. Like loading the film and you know doing that that's yeah. like a whole uh the old 35 millimeter stuff back in the day now it's all digital yeah that was like the other than the manager the the film guy was the top of the tier because they just didn't do anything sat on a stool all night mm-hmm. so did did you get discounts for movies then or like free free movie. free movies and the city i live in they own the um the people that own the theater had three movie theaters. So I could go to the two other movie theaters. You just sign in. But Mike, my, my brother would mm-hmm. sign in under my name and go to movies, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so was yeah, it like a, like a, movies. like an old movie house type of theater or like a multiplex? Like a multiplex. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool too, though. I mean, even those are, even those are dying these, these days. It sucks. Yeah. They just got good. You know, yep. theaters got really cool, and then now, I I wouldn't go to a movie. Yeah, forget it. We we now have one of those theaters that uh, has a bar. It's an adult movie theater, so they have a bar and a restaurant. Oh, wait a minute! Wait, yeah, wait, so wait. You, 
yeah, you can go get 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 drinks before the movie, and then you go in the movie, and then there's a uh, a button on your your uh, chair. Oh, order food and order drinks while you're watching the movie. Yeah. Oh, that kind. Okay. We had we oh. had one of those years ago. Not and, a bar uh, with a pole. <laughs> no. No, they they call those. There's a name for those. What's what's the name? There's an actual name for those types of. We had, movie well, we had the ones where you could get dinner and you could have yeah dinner and drinks you get you can order food yeah. or you walk in with your food and beer and stuff that's what, where i saw uh what they're called uh what was the not the not the last two james bonds the pre the the first daniel craig one that's where i saw that one yeah and then this one on the sundays end. they play retro movies like back to the future top oh, gun nice. rocky yeah 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 Pretty that's cool, cool. Man, I want I wanted to I wanted to go the uh in San Francisco at at the what, what was it the um not opera the symphony you could go to San Francisco Symphony and watch Back to the Future and they were doing the entire soundtrack live. Oh, wow. Oh and I'm really? yeah and and I'm like I heard on the radio and I'm thinking oh man you know I like I just said I you can't get me to go to movies now I wouldn't go in but but uh sherman callahan thank you dude something like that so i wouldn't go but i'm like for that huh but then when they said how much it was to go <laughs> yeah i've been to like when they do the charlie chaplin or they do like old old you know cartoons and they do the soundtrack to it i've been to that with the orchestra but to do a whole movie you know like you know back to the future that would be really that'd be really cool yeah that would that would be awesome but it was it was like was it two hundred dollars a ticket? Oh man, or something? Which I get it. It, it supports, you know, supports yeah, the place and everything. And that's the orchestra, <laughs> and that's cool. Boner um, jam in the house. Hey man, that would be cool to go see. I mean, especially if it was on a huge screen. I would love to see Back to the Future on a huge screen again. That's how I originally saw it, of course, and that's how I got into Van Halen. I've told the story right. a million times. Um. But I would love to see that movie on the huge screen. Well, was it a huge screen yeah. in the 80s? Where did you see it back when you saw it? it was Regular it... movie theater, yeah. But those were small screens, like multiplex screens. Those were, you might no. remember it as big. Back... Yeah. No, back in, the... yeah. Back, yeah. Back, in, back in the 80s, those, those movie theaters were left over from the 50s oh, okay. and 60s. Okay. So, yeah. so they were huge oh, freaking I got places. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's with huge like, pillars and and curtains and all that. Huge. stuff. Well, they weren't like multiplexes. Yeah. They were no, they were no old no. movie houses. Yeah. Like oh, you go in and that's oh, the only yeah. movie there. Yeah. Yeah. We had a few of those. Yeah. Those were the ones definitely. I saw the Phantom Menace in in one of those, uh, an old, you know, nineteen twenties theater. So so you basically slept in in a. In a <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh God! I haven't seen it since. I saw it 14 times. I actually would fall asleep oh, during it, it but twice. only because it's Star Wars. That's that's why. I saw it twice, one two days in a row, that went as soon as it opened, but that was it. After that, I'm like, you know what? It really isn't that great. So. <laughs> <laughs> Even going into the second showing, I'm like, oh, this is so good. Star Wars again, all this. And then by the end of it, I'm like, yeah, it really was kind of... The most good. exciting thing about seeing the prequels on the big screen are seeing the Star Wars logo go and the music in the beginning. Well, after that, them, you're good. You could leave. Each of them yeah. had a couple of like highlight scenes, like the pod race or the you know 
Oh, that was the worst. Race. No, that's I, I fell asleep during that oh, after really? the twelfth time of seeing the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the pod race with the good stereo was good. Yeah, the sound of those engines, that was pretty cool. But the kid, oh, I could, that was the horror. That was just what were they thinking? What was he thinking? Jeremy White in the house tonight as well. What's up, Jeremy? Hey man. Jeremy. What, what's up, dude? Episodes one, two, and three are my favorite. He must Jar-jar. be a, you know, a millennial. Or actually, Jar-jar. what did they call him just before the millennial? I don't know. Number one, episode one was it it was cool the first. No, it was it was cool. It was it was okay. The first five times you saw it, but then it, it was okay. The second one got better. The third they got better. I think they went yeah, they the got third better. Third one was the best along. out of those three, yeah. I think. And Santa Cruz, ever been to the Paramount in Oakland? You mean the 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 musical venue? Yes, I saw uh this band called Unwigged there, which you might know better as a band called Spinal Tap. Oh, oh cool. They actually they went on a tour and they played Michael McKeon, Harry Shear, and and uh, Christopher Guest. They played just as themselves, doing all the Spinal Tap tunes and all the uh, uh, Mighty Wind and uh, Waiting for Gup. All those songs acoustically. Nice. That was cool. That was at the Paramount in Oakland in two thousand nine. I remember. It was awesome. Nice. Boner jams. I am drinking a amber ale from Spokane, Washington. No lie, porch glow. Mm. Just for you, buddy. Cheers. <laughs> Turkish prison. I have not. I've been in a Scandinavian prison. <laughs> wow. No. No, although although when I when I go up to Berkeley, I do see Alcatraz. You know, I've been there. Yeah, I've been everywhere. <laughs> What's the other place up there? San Quentin. I've also driven by San Quentin. San Quentin. Isn't that where Johnny Cash played too? No, it was Metallica. No, he he, he played he played Folsom. Folsom Prison. That's right. Yeah. Metallica played San Quentin. That's right. Yeah, I remember it when that happened. Yeah, Metallica just announced a big show coming up uh, this spring. Here, they're doing the whole um, Boston Calling, I think it's called, and they're headlining the uh, with um, Foo Fighters. Rage Against the Machine was supposed to be on it. They backed out, but uh, Metallica took their place. So that's gonna not. I, I'm not gonna be going to it. I'm sure, but it's like college kids. It's like a whole weekend. It's like a Woodstock thing. You know, they do like a hip hop day and then they do a you know a rock day and a metal day. I don't know how they I don't know how they do it these days, but they've had to reschedule it for the last couple of years. So we'll see if it works this year. Those kids. Chili Peppers were supposed to headline it a couple of years ago and then they kept changing it. But yeah, it should be cool. Uh yeah. Wait, wait a minute. What are you guys talking about? I met Julia. She was actually on here. When Richie was on here, she she actually walked in and she was wearing like, like, uh, like uh, one of those masks, like what do you call it, like face or something. Face Check it out. <laughs> I, she was wearing a face mask or something. Yeah, like a yeah. like a, a 
the masks that we all wear these days or or uh like no a halloween type mask no i or actually like, i don't remember it, like it a was, mud mask for uh oh okay yeah, it maybe. was something like that maybe it wasn't oh. that but but she was she was definitely on here <laughs> yeah she she was awesome her and richie awesome nice uh what podcast <laughs> prison yeah. chowder <laughs> so what did you guys cover last night i missed I, I watched a little bit of last night oh like 12 subjects probably yeah yeah it seemed, sounded like you guys were having fun we did a little fashion uh from the 90s <laughs> a little bit of man yeah. Halen. Uh, because we I'm you guys were, we were talking about shoes yeah oh okay I, I just i just got a brand new pair of vans i i got i got oh, these ones nice which I thought are pretty cool. My indoor, I wear these for indoor shoes. Oh. And so yeah, I, I just got these. Is Jay still in? Is Jay still here? Yeah, he just he's, Yeah, he's right there. There's the uh, LA Gear catapults right there, Jay. So is, wait a minute. Let me guess. That looks like something like a Kirk Hammett or something. Yeah, or maybe cool. Anthrax or something. He 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 wore those in uh, either his first year of high school. And he said everyone was making fun of him because they were like the lower tier LA gear at the time. Oh yeah, I had nineteen eighty five um, Air Jordans, the first the first Air Jordans. Not from I was going into sixth grade. Those were like my new shoes for sixth grade, but the, yeah, I, wore, I wore the hell out of them, and they pretty I, they're gone. I think I had those too. Were they black? Were they black and red? Yeah. I dude, I had I had I those too. If if you were if it was, I think it was eighty five was the first first year of Air Jordans. Those things would be worth thousands probably today if they were in good condition. But I wore the hell out of them, so they're <laughs> they, they yeah, fell Jay, apart the, pretty much. These are the black and purple ones. Uh, the camera didn't pick them up very well, but uh, I'm bidding on them right now from eBay. I'm gonna see if I can get them for you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, Gino's. Whatever year they came out, yeah, that was an identity. Shoes was was an identity back then. Reeboks, I had those. Yeah, Scott Ian gear. <laughs> Reeboks, Nikes. Wasn't uh, it like uh, Kirk Hammett one of the first people to wear skinny jeans? He was like one of the one of the originators of skinny jeans back in the day. Or all those like you know metal guys. <laughs> yeah. They all wore the skinny black jeans and the and the those shoes, the white yeah. high top yeah. shoes. Skolnick wore them. That was the he look. still wore them. When even when I by the time I met him in '93, he was still wearing them. That was still popular in '93. Man, that was maybe the end of the uh, that era. I was all grunged out by then. '93. It was the long hair, the flannel. Oh yeah, the hood, hood shorts uh, with sweats on underneath. Uh, hiking. What did you wear for sneakers? You must have gone into Vans at that point. Doc John. Martens. Doc Martens were huge. For for me, by 1988. 88. Because when I first saw Van Halen in 88, Eddie was wearing two different color Converse shoes. He was wearing uh, a yellow one. I want to say a yellow one and a, what did I say, yellow? A yellow one and a red one. One on each foot when I saw them. 
So ever since then, I was like Converse. And so I I wore Converse all the way through the 90s until Desmond Child threw them away. (laughs) He's like, like, Johnny, you're not wearing those anymore. He he bought me some new shoes. And he's like, say bye. He's like, say bye bye. And he's holding my Converse. And he walked out of the room with them. Yeah. And and, uh, since then... I, I I haven't really worn them. I mean, here and there, but not as a main shoe anymore. Yeah, Jay says Kirk Hammett wore Jordash jeans on the Seattle '89 Justice Show, which is probably <laughs> in the Kingdom. I'm sure. No, well, yeah, I'm sure I could get a uh, a screenshot of that from the uh, the Washington show, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, it was Seattle, but it wasn't yeah. the Kingdom. It was the arena. Oh, the, the, the one arena. that they have the the film of the video um, okay. binge. The binge video was um, Seattle. Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't the Superdome, though, or whatever. It's the Seattle Coliseum. They played oh, the Kingdom yeah. the year before and the Monsters of Rock. Mm-hmm. Steve Anderson right. was there. Steve Anderson. That's right. That Did he chime in last night? I saw someone had a comment about, said something about um, mm. Meister. Nah, I don't know. I I'll be seen... right back, though. All right. Take your time. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah, we talked about... Uh, getting fired from a couple jobs and we thought that would be a good uh conversation to talk about on Saturday night because you know if we get Neander Paul and did know. I ever I got I got laid off they they called it laid off because I mean <laughs> you don't really get fired from a part-time job I mean guess I guess people laid off. but um yeah it's you know we're gonna have to lay you off because I uh, yeah a restaurant that I worked at and like I was the lowest one on the totem pole and i was they would have me like out sweeping the roof literally like go up on the roof and sweep the roof because it was in like you know new hampshire it was in the woods and we get pine needles and leaves up on the roof so and i'd bitch about it because i'm sweeping the roof you know what the hell am i doing you know let's get up on the roof where no one can see you and sweep (laughs) Uh, and then it would be like you know come back in and serve people food (laughs) But so eventually, I don't remember how it went down, but I got, I can remember him saying, I'm laying you off for a little while. So it was the summer and I enjoyed that summer. So <laughs> that was probably. I never worked at a restaurant. Uh, probably in, you know, sophomore in high school. Yeah. Did I get fired? I don't think I got, I got fired from anything like you're fired, but <laughs> it, in, in most cases it was mutual. So I was like, you know, I'm, I had, you know, I, the video the video store i worked at up until 95 and then i was going away to college in new new halen and um so that was i think i told the story of that before they had tanning beds and they had a whole tanning thing that they would do it was a video store slash tanning parlor oh nothing, nothing strange going on but i would always i i, I, wouldn't, cameras I wouldn't like have? i wouldn't like to clean the uh the tanning booths because Aren't they, they supposed to clean them when they leave? Yeah, they're supposed to, but we had to like go in there and, and you know double clean it, double check, and so I'd and so they'd get on me for that, and eventually it's like you know all right, well I'm going away to college, so I'm just gonna. Did end you hide time. any cameras in the corner of the rooms? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> oh, we wouldn't have gosh. been a good idea. But, Pull a uh, Chuck Berry. Most of the people, most of the people, you really didn't want. Most of the people would go tanning, <laughs> then they'd go into the adult section. <laughs> They pick up that a few guy, it turned out that guy was a real weirdo. Who's that? Even though he invented rock and roll. Chuck Berry. Oh, Chuck Berry. Oh my god, I saw that one. Yeah. I saw that in call in college. I saw that that film. <laughs> <laughs> that was like an old Super 8 film that somebody filmed on uh 
at least the Chuck Berry one that I saw. And then there was like a uh, Barbara Streisand one that uh, I don't know if they were real huh? at the time. I mean, <laughs> and, then the Pam and, and that was around the same time the Pam Anderson one came out. So Barbara Streisand, she was uh, with Chuck Berry doing. No, the, uh, no, no, no. It was they were separate, separate. I thought I saw Tony Danza in one of those one time. I'm sure you did. <laughs> uh, you know where's he been? What's his name? Tony Danza. I think, yeah. I think Stallone did one too, didn't he? They all did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't heard the name. Tony that, I mean, Danza in I think a long time. like the Barbara Streisand one was like a you know a you know. It was, shouldn't have gotten out. It's like the Pam Anderson one, you know, or they, maybe they did intend to get for it to get out, but it was called Yentl Market. <laughs> so, so they're doing uh, they're doing a documentary or not a documentary, but actual uh, a movie on Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. The whole story about oh, yeah. them getting together, them making the movie, and then like I saw the previews where a guy's breaking in, he takes it out of their safe, really? blackmails them. So there's a whole movie just about the film. Wow, coming out. That's interesting. Yeah. It doesn't Boner sound Jam really all that trailer. entertaining, but uh... Boner Jam sent me the trailer. Oh wow! He'll probably be going to the premiere. Did you see the new uh, Foo Fighters movie coming out? That looks interesting. It's almost like it's like a spoof, but it's also them kind of making an album. But uh, but all these hijinks. Have, it's like Scooby Doo. I think it's kind of like Scooby Doo, Foo Fighters in the studio. Hmm. Like they're solving a mystery, but they're also recording an album. Do the globe trotters show up? <laughs> that's what. I, that's kind of what the the vibe that I got. It looks funny as hell, man. It looks really cool. I mean, you can imagine what they would do. I mean, Dave Grohl has a great sense of sense of humor, and Pat Smear or was it Pat's? No, who's the other? Uh, <laughs> Pat Smear is, is, is the guitarist. Say Pat. Pat. Uh, did I say Pat or I meant to say Pat? No, who's the? Uh, I got the, the drummer back here. The drummer. Um, <clears throat> Taylor Hawkins. Taylor, yes. They all have, I mean, just go back to their early videos. Yeah. They have a great sense. Oh, go back to learning to fly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it feel good yeah. to stand up, Johnny? Awesome, man. How long from now you guys on? Play? How long from now on? EPA today? Johnny, from now on, all four hours. Um, from now on, all these shows, I'm doing half standing, half sitting. Because he's got to move around because he's cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ten, no. Ten too degrees much, here. Too much, you, sit, you sit too much and you, your back starts to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll stand for a little bit. Got some new shoes, so it's not so bad. New shoes. That's right, Leo. Yeah. Sitting. Not good. That's right, Sharon. Pat. Pat smear. Pat. Oh, it's not the other one. It's Pat. <laughs> right, Paul? I agree. <laughs> I agree. I, I got we'll get a uh, a sound bite of that and we'll just put that in every once in a while. I agree. I can dude, I I can do that, man. There's there's a uh I can do I can do that too. For my stream deck. There there's actually a uh there's a a, progr a free program that, that I can get where I can basically well I, I think I'm going to, I can do it with my with my can you finish a sentence where yeah. anything I say it I can I can like instantly record it and then play it back like wow I can do a few I can seconds. Do better. like sample like sampling so like 80s technology that you finally <laughs> have caught up with <laughs> yeah shots 
fired. Yeah, it looks like that. Nice. So if it's that's free, how I, that's just, that's how I do all my scenes. That's yeah, really free, you can shut the lights down behind you. You won't need that anymore. There's yeah, a, uh, it's 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 uh, uh, basically a new version of a thing that's been around since the '80s in radio called an instant replay, which is basically a hard drive with you know 50 little loop buttons on it that you would do on it yeah yes sampler pretty much hello keith hello sharon hello james hello santa cruz hello cleveland hello cleveland hello everyone hello springton it appears that i'm <laughs> i look blurry in the in my video you do, you do look a little blurry your you audio is cutting out too. You feeling all right, Paul? Yeah, yeah I think your your internet. I think your internet's kind of weird. <laughs> well, we're having storms here. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> sounded like that? my fish sticks. No more fish stick talk. Oh, I'm gonna pass out. A little garbled. Is it my audio? No, you sound. Yeah, funny. yeah. Your audio is like it sounds like a it sounds like a like a cable is like loose. Nope. Let's do that. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> John B L John B L A S M R. Ew. All right, I'll back up. Sounds later. awful. Well, no, do it again. No, <laughs> for everybody, I'll just take these off. No, that's all right. I don't need to disturb anyone else. Gross. No more sound effects. Yeah, it's right. My beard does look like shit. Again, we're having a, we're having some. I'll I'll jump out and jump back in, but I, I, we're having some uh, storms in the area, so that could be. Wild. It might just be your focus. It does look like it's just the focus. Do you have a white white card put up? Well, no, it's the audio. You can't hear the audio. That sounds okay to me. What? Yeah, it's a little. It's a little. Yeah, it's a little pixelated. We were just talking last night. And I got twenty twenty vision. Doesn't look like it now. No, it looks it looks like it looks like I've been drinking. Hang on, I'll be right back. Perfect. It looks awesome. <laughs> then it goes. Oh, <laughs> sick! Yeah, no, you make you make the sound. <laughs> Yuck! You make the sound there. Uh, oh. <laughs> Gross. Oh. Sounds like Pat Smear. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Everybody listening to the podcast just fainted. See that M58 to get real close, and it gets real intimate. Yeah. Oh, much better. There you go. Yeah, Let me put my other glasses on. <laughs> you know what, Paul? We just need to hear you. That's all That's that matters. Well, I'm I'm better heard and not seen. You sound better. You might. You could turn up the gain a little bit on your mic. I could turn up the gain a little bit on my mic. Here, why don't I turn up the gain? There you go. My gain has turned up a little bit. I think you sound fine, so just deal with it. Looks good. Yeah, I'm fine. I don't give a shit. What? Well, we know you don't give a shit. In the chat. It it took so long for me to get the link. That's not me, is it? Yeah, it might might be you. Is it me? In the chat. Are my headphones breaking? Everything sounds fine. How does everything sound? It all sounds fine to me. How does he sound, Kurt? Good. Yeah. yeah Johnny, Johnny you got some right, well, obviously people are going to have to do some super chats and change Johnny's color so he can get some new fucking headphones. <laughs> I'll take them. Yeah, see? Yeah. All right, Paul sounds choppy. 
Well, we can keep talking about it and working on it all night, or we can just, you know, he can oh, no, deal no. with it himself, and we'll. Uh... The guy in radio has the worst sound. That's yeah. that never happens. Look at this. Yeah, I hear it a little bit. Much better. Oh no, no, no! He's on mute. That's so weird. What? Just making clicking noises that that bothers you? <clears throat> That's a language. <laughs> you can't snap anymore because of this thing. I got a strong snap. Listen to that. Finally. Now what? Better. Anything better? Uh, it's it's tolerable. It's not a big deal to me. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe to Johnny, it's, it's a big deal. I don't know. Who gives a shit? Yeah, <laughs> we're happy to have you, Paul. We're happy yeah, to we have you, Paul. Doesn't sound like it, and I don't care. Well, <laughs> I'm not talking sports tonight. I'm not yelling at uh, drunken callers. <laughs> it was entertaining. You know, it's always entertaining when that happens. That was nicely put of you. You kept it PC. I did the best I could. <laughs> uh, you gave her your all. I went back and watched it before Johnny edited it, and I was like, man, I smiled through the whole thing. I did the best I could, and then finally I was just like, all right, enough's enough. <laughs> Unleash the Kraken. <laughs> enough's enough. Well, it's like when you're at a comedy show and you hear somebody, you know, uh, heckling, and the comedian is like, well, all right. All right, yeah, all right. I remember when I had my first beer. Okay. And then finally... Like and I watched this happen. I was at a comedy show at Framingham State College, which uh, John Biel knows where that is. And there were two comedians, and the first comedian um, dealt with a heckler, and it was like this drunken heckler. And the first comedian dealt with it the best he could. Second comedian came out, and before he gave, even got into his act, just went and pointed at this first person, that the heckler from the first comedian, and laid into him for about 35 seconds and just went, are we done here? Good. Now we can get on with the show. Standing ovation. Everybody got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Just did it. Just laid them out before it could even get going. Fantastic. That's it. Take care of that shit. Yeah. No heckling. So what did I miss? Anything Not good? funny. Lots of heckling. I missed heckling. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We saw we saw John Beale's organ. That was about Wait, it. What? Yeah, it's about big. I got I got to work on my organ. No. Oh. I'll keep you updated. I'll keep everyone updated on that. It's it's so big. He has to keep it downstairs. Yeah, you got to put it in the back door to get it. Doesn't have room for it. Yeah, I needed help moving. <laughs> You gonna be able to take that organ to your uh, your fiance's house? Well, once we once we get our own place, or you know, you know, our place together, a new house, then I'll have, hopefully have room for it, and all my musical instruments, all my instruments, all my. Yeah, I take the one-eyed organ to the opera. All my organs. <laughs> Chuck's gonna bury the bone. <laughs> Man, that was a that was a risky movie back then in the eighties. I think it was a great movie. I love it. Oh, for sure, it was a great movie. Which yeah. one? Johnny never saw it. Which one? Johnny didn't see it. Yeah, Grumpy Old Man. Grumpy Old Man. Oh, yeah, I saw it once. Maybe I saw parts of it. Yeah. Oh, it was a great movie. 
I would be surprised to see John Tempesta come back and play with Testament. He's not doing anything. The cult's not doing anything right now. Excuse me for a moment. <laughs> Bye, John. No more talking about you, Gorgon. The New Testament drummer? Yeah, Gene Hoagland quit Testament this week. Oh. That's the big, I guess, metal news. That and, and the fact that Metallica is headlining uh, something called Boston Calling, which is like a festival show that they do there. Other than that, not, not much going on in the music world. Meatloaf passed away. Yeah, I never got the meatloaf thing, man. I didn't know, either. Even though, even though I've been called meatloaf when I was a kid, um, you know, anytime you're a husky kid and you have long hair, you get called meatloaf. Um, but that was, I think, how old are you, Kurt? Forty-four. Yeah, see, that's why I, I'm I'm fifty-three, and it's still before me. Um, yeah. You know, meatloaf. That was a that that Paradise by the Dashboard Light and that whole deal. Oh, was, you know, mid seventies. And, and the weird part about it is, and I posted this on social media today and a lot of people gave me shit about it. Um, when I was in college, every girl I knew owned bat out of hell, but no guys did. It was like, it was like, that was one of those records, like bat out of hell, the grease soundtrack, the dirty dancing soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Those were like things that like every girl owned. Um, I didn't get the meatloaf thing at all. First of all, he didn't write any of his own songs. Um, and, and and secondly, you know, he he talk about a guy that had the largest gap between commercial viability. I mean, he went from the mid 70s to early 90s. I mean, you know, almost 20 years between hits. It was pretty amazing. And then he uh, then he tried to cash in a third time with it with a bat out of hell three, um, which was just a bad idea. And that's yeah. when I met him. Couldn't have been a nicer guy. Super nice guy. Which one? Which one was that? Desmond Child did one of those. That's the one. That's the third one. The one that Nikki Six one? wrote on, and yeah, it was like it was like I don't know, <clears throat> early two thousands, late late nineties, early two thousands. Was that the one with the Sammy Hagar song too? Because Sammy had a song that that Meatloaf covered, and then Sammy released it on his own as well. It's possible. Amnesty is granted, is, is what it was called. Yeah, it's possible. Um, you know, and, and Gretsch Zeppelin brings out the album art. Yeah, one of the problems with Bat Out of Hell, Bat Out of Hell was a lot like a lot like Molly Hatchet records. You looked at the album covers and thought, wow, this is a pretty metal record. Then you realized, oh no, this is not metal at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but his daughter, Pearl A Day, is super talented. Um, if you've never listened to the Pearl record, Little Immaculate White Fox, you're missing out. It's a great rock album. Yeah, and she used to sing with him. She would do the duet. She was back also when, the background singer for Motley Crue for a while. Back oh, when really? um, he came to the club that I worked at, and uh, they, him and his daughter were doing the whole uh, yeah. Paradise by the Dashboard, or, or I don't know, everything. Do you know who sang, who sang the original for Paradise by the Dashboard Light? I'm, I'm sure you do. Ellen Foley. Yeah, Ellen, Ellen Foley. Foley. Who, was, who was on Night Court. She was the original... Oh, really? The original district attorney that was replaced by Marky Post. Oh, You've man. seen Owen Foley in a bunch of stuff. You just don't realize it. Blonde hair, big, big eyes. Had no idea what a voice on Owen Foley. Like Marky Post. She was all right. Yeah. And yes, uh, uh, Pearl Day is married to Scotty Inn. Hmm. 
Oh, okay. They did. They did uh, one or two of the Jason Becker "Not Dead Yet" benefits. They performed. Oh, yeah, she performed. Yeah. She's got a that. great voice. She's super talented. Ready, Jay? And go for Jay. Oh, hey, there it is. Yep. There oh, wait, it is. Wrong, wrong one. There we go. There it is. <laughs> <With that. laughs> Thanks, Kurt. You're welcome. I wore this to um, it was a the birthday of, party. Yes, yeah, one of Ellie's classmates' uh, fifth birthday today, so I wore this <laughs> to the, uh, the party. That's great. You know, Yep. Along with my fuck you shirt or you know hat. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I don't, I don't wear this. I don't wear this. That would be pretty uh, entertaining to see what some of the moms really would, would. Uh, be saying about you if you wore that. Well, it's it's funny because. Um, oh my god. Yeah. You. Um, Jeannie has. Um, you guys know the band Death, right? <laughs> Anybody? Got their whole catalog. Yep. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, another, another band that is more legendary because they're no longer around than they were when they were around. Death is is his is death is dead now. Anyway, anyway, back to my yes. story. <laughs> then stop mentioning the fucking band. There's purpose. There's a reason why I'm mentioning it. Can't the, wait. You, here's the thing, Jay. You asked if anybody remember knows who Death. Does anybody was. hear Paul? His his uh, audio is kind of shitty tonight. I can't really can't really nobody hear him. Said, nobody said yeah. One of the things that you said there, Jay. Look, dude. I don't give a fuck. I'm sorry. I hear what you're saying. I've been banging all afternoon. I don't give a shit. <laughs> wow. What? Nothing. What? Paul. What? Paul. Can you hear me, Paul? Paul. <laughs> there. Hello. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you know how women are, right? Oh yeah, I know how women are. You're going, you're going to something, and it's like, oh, what shirt should I wear? Does this, you know, blah blah blah? And, and like, I'm the fashion aficionado. Like, I don't know anything. My my, if I could wear the same thing every day, I would. I would. I don't yeah. give a shit. I have like two. But pairs you of do. Pants. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like, see you like two times a week in the yeah. same shirt sometimes. Yeah, I have like two pairs of pants that I rotate. Right. Yeah. I, I barely wash them. How to know? cook fifty human shirt. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, she's like, what shirt should I wear? I'm like. Get your death shirt because he has like one of those long sleeve death shirts with like um, is it the sound of perseverance or is it like leprosy or something? I forget what shirt it is, but <laughs> instantly I start laughing. You know, she does too. But <laughs> how funny would that be? You go to a five year old's birthday party. I'm wearing an eat em, I eat them raw and a shirt and a fuck you hat. And she, she's got a death shirt on. <laughs> that would be uh, great. Sharon Walt Wild Dollar. <laughs> what happened? What'd she say? Uh, Johnny will highlight it. I'm trying to get the chat out here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> At least Paul's playing a real guitar tonight. Nice. Yeah, Jay's looking for a guitar from me. I, I, <laughs> it's not coming anymore. I effed that up tonight already. Five minutes in, I effed it up. I'm going to use the money that Jay's not going to give me for that guitar <laughs> to buy a new microphone. You might need more than that. What, where's the where's the comment? Where is it? <laughs> yeah, that one. That should be the name of my album. She was yeah. the one saying that you were shaving your back on the porch one time. Wow, it's not all you shaving. They, they were saying that. That's surprising. I'm not very hairy. He doesn't have a porch either. He's got a deck. It's hairy <laughs> balls <Yeah>. on you. <laughs> Am I the only one that's noticing Paul's audio? 
Yeah. Wow. No, we, no. It's, it's, we'll it's, talk it's, about it all night. We'll just it's keep muting talking. and choppy. It, it's. Yeah. I think it's a connection. I don't know if it's his mic, because his his video is kind of weird too. He said it's storming though, so maybe maybe but, it's yeah, storming here. But usually, the first thing that's affected is the <clears> video. Like it'll 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 reduce the quality of video. It'll make the video choppy before the audio goes to crap. Hmm. I don't know. Well, we'll just have to see how this plays out. <laughs> it's a podcast, everybody. Podcast. <laughs> Crappy <laughs> audio podcast. Now it's just video, no audio. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you have the SG out? Any um, specific reason, or you just felt like felt like jamming on it? Um, <laughs> closest guitar at the time. SG is always a good choice. That's that's my go-to. If I'm going to just pick up a guitar and play, do it with an SG. See how Paul doesn't look strange playing an SG, but but John Biel holds it up, and it's like, why, why does he have that guitar? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could hold one either. No, I, I look like a dummy playing that thing. I thought this would be like perfect for me, you know? Like It's funny, though, because we've talked about this before. The SG, you know, the guitars that take on like the personality of the person playing the guitar. Like I don't see Caleb playing an SG. No, me neither. What what guitar would look good? Would I look good playing? Can I get in the chat? What would I, what guitar would I look good playing? Um, that one or, or Cobra Kai? Like a fire. yeah. There's yeah, yeah. your assignment. An inflatable one. I have a few different ones I could probably you know accommodate, the, but the, um, print, the Prince Yellow Banana guitar. Really. No, I have I, a yellow. I, I do have a yellow guitar there. I have a yellow Kramer. Maybe just no. just a strata, a, a nice like a you know, Stratocaster. Too bad I made it into a stripe Stripecaster. A Stripecaster. <laughs> so a Glary. Oh, okay. They're cheap. I can probably. Yes. No, nah, that's out of your price range, John. Come on, let's be honest here. I was looking for <laughs> that's too nice for you. Could do worse, I guess. Somebody pointed out guitar, uh, yeah, double neck, double neck, like a, a Gibson, uh, eleven seventy five double neck is like nine grand. No, twelve seventy five, but that's all right. Oh, there's two. There's wow. Two oh. Hey, what kind of pickups does a does a regular SG usually come with? Not uh, not like there's no regular. I don't think. <laughs> well, it, does the SG it... usually this one has four ninety and four ninety eights in it. What I'm saying does it come with covered pickups or? What's the norm? Like, if you're going to buy a, a, a high high quality, like a top of the line SG, probably that. So okay, because it's it, not a it custom. Looks, it looks better. It looks good with those with those uh, chrome tops on it. Yeah, SG standard. Up. SG standard comes with the bound neck, um, the gloss finish, and covered humbuckers. Mm. This is the special. Uh, this is the low end. Yeah, the, the SG standard special. Gibsons, standard Gibson pickups with no binding and. Got inlays, yeah, pretty much. But I like it, so I always wanted an SG. So what pickups one. are in that one compared to the to the standard one? This one, just basic, whatever the hell like they... the sta Gibson stand. I don't know what they're called. They're just Gibson. hamburgers. Gibson. Pickups. <laughs> oh my god, Gibson, Gibson dusty pickups right there. I, yeah, I don't know what it what it is. It's funny because the bridge on that is a little different too. I don't know what bridge that is. If that's the ABR, yeah. I think so. Yeah, is that Speed Racer garbage pail? No, you don't want to knock. Oh, I guess it is. It just looks different. Look different from that distance. Look like one of those '80s Gibson, the, the weird bridges that they had for a this while. This is just an 05. 05. 
cheap cheapo, but it's uh, I like it. It's fun. Feels good. I like to pretend with it. <laughs> pretend that I know how to play. Now Cameron Brown says he found SG's the most uncomfortable guitar to play, <laughs> and I, I wonder why. Because the neck, the neck on an SG is is a Les Paul neck. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know why. They're light. A lot the of body people, is very light usually. Body is I mean, definitely very light and very thin compared to I mean, a the Les neck Paul. is thicker than the body. The oh, neck yeah. on this, I mean, the, the neck is a fifty nine neck. And you look at the body; the body's really really thin. In fact, this has two points of of uh, vulnerability. Obviously, you got the neck angle, the headstock for a headstock break, and also. They have a tendency to break down here too, because there's very little wood joining the the neck joint to the body. Gotta have good wood. Paul's yeah. audio was dialed in there for a minute. When he's oh, close yeah. to the mic, it works better. Yeah. Well, then I guess maybe we'll. There's a noise gate on there. Yeah, maybe there's a. Noise oh, gate. never mind. I, I spoke well, too soon. There's a there's a compressor on there. Sounds like he's talking through one of those. Yeah, you can find that sweet spot, Paul. Any chance you could reboot or something or restart your interface? I think he did already. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Next time. Next time on audio issues. As the next time on as the audio sucks. Yeah, on BL, get a better guitar. Hey, this Paul's game. audio improve. Yeah, better guitar. You can't do better than an SG. That was always my. That was even before I liked the the uh, fifty one fifty or any of that. I was. Oh, a, don't say that. I was an SG fan. Oh. So false flag. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Never played a Gibson. I I bonded with false James flag. Bond. I agree with you. I I I totally. Agree. False flag. I totally agree with that. <laughs> I I know, man. What the, what the fuck? Wait, what did you just say? Nothing. No false flag. That was false flag answer. Oh, that wasn't okay, me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's that's, that's wow. again. Time stamp it. Here we go. Yeah. That's a rare. Flip it. Flip it. We need to make Johnny a, a flat Johnny with just your head, and every time you talk to false flag, you flip it up on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Cobra Kai. Get him on. Make him one of those. <laughs> you guys, I curse all day long in real life. What's that, Kurt? Oh. Amber oh. Ale. Oh. Kurt, can you tilt your camera down? Because we're only seeing like you're from the next <laughs> oh my gosh. Gosh. balls. <laughs> there you go. John no, the other way. John Biel is happy. He's sitting like he's sitting down. Like... Can only see I like <laughs> all right. I'll just I'll finish the show like this. Oh my god. <laughs> Is that good? Oh, that's <laughs> awful. I can't show that. <laughs> I guess hmm, I'm tilt it up. Tilt that's, it the other that's, way. Uh... Is that better? <laughs> that's much better. I don't know. Is this better? <laughs> That's what I oh, was that where, was it just my your... neck? I didn't want to show my beer belly. Okay, that's all good. Is, is mine better now? Whatever you're comfortable with. I was comfortable with the crotch, the wanger cam, but Johnny took it off. Perfect. There you go. That's what we're looking better, for. Much better. Well, I'll do it. <laughs> yes, you got it. 
Or we could, uh, <laughs> the issues we're having tonight. <laughs> I like that one. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh my god, oh. what happened here? <laughs> <laughs> I need to see. Oh, hold on, I can see it. Hold you on. got something on your chin? No, your other chin. <laughs> okay, we're back. Yes, <laughs> Kate, Clayton James really says uh, Eddie Van Halen's birthday is on Wednesday, Metal Wednesday. So, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely um, talk some Eddie Van Halen on Metal Wednesday. Me and Boner James. Boner James still in the chat? Or is he uh, tending yes. to his boner? <laughs> <laughs> He's in a different chat. Yeah. Somebody else, somebody else live, live tonight? Somebody else live? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I'll let them know if anyone wants to know if somebody else is live. Nobody else is live. All right, good. You know, but back to the whole guitar thing, right? And I hope Paul gets back soon to talk about this as well. Yeah, He's not coming back. He better come back. He, yeah, he, he better, better come, come back. back. That'll be that'll be a bunch of crap if he doesn't. Um, but it all depends on you know, <laughs> certain certain guys or gals can make a guitar look cool. Like, and it's the same. It's it can be the opposite as well. Remember when uh, who's the dude? Who's the dude from Maroon Five at the Super Bowl a couple years ago when he played a pink gem? Yeah. yeah, I remember that. I was like, now, now, see, he looks stupid playing that guitar. There he goes. All right. Paul, did you hear the conversation we're having? No, I was rebooting my computer. In fact, my video looks fantastic now. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> and we're going to leave it at that. We're going to just keep leaving it at that. I think it's, it's as good as it's going to get. What was the conversation that I missed? People who look like they're playing the wrong guitar. Yeah, I think it's really funny, too, that I think the type of guitar that you play will also dictate the type of music that you play. Like, people, you don't see a lot of people shredding on on SGs. Unless you're Frank Zappa or, or, yeah, or Frank Carlos Zappa. Santana. Or, um... even, even Carlos left the, the SG behind early on. Yeah, well, yeah. And I think it's because of the neck. The fat, the fat neck is not conducive to a shredding guitar. Well, th doesn't he have his own Paul Reed Smith uh, yes. series? Santana did. Yeah, is yeah. that what he's still playing these days? He he was an early adopter of the PRS. Yeah, like in the seventies, he was playing PRS. He has restaurants out here. I've eaten at his restaurants. Well, he lives there. That's why. Carlos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tony Iommi. Yeah, Tony Iommi kind of shredded. I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say Pete Townsend shredded on a, you know, Angus Young. Kind Pete of Townsend stuff. shredded his hands on. Yeah. Pete Townsend, it's funny. Pete Townsend is not a great soloist at all. No, 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 that's not. He's not a soloist. That's not the what he's about. The, the solo at the beginning of Eminence Front is fantastic. But other than that, he's not a great soloist. Um, 
it's not a shredder guitar. The SG is not a shredder guitar. Even Angus isn't a shredder. Angus no. plays pentatonic scales. He's not a he's not a classical neoclassical shredder in the in the style of an Ingve or a or a Tony McAlpine or a Vi. That's not, that's not what he does. And this isn't that kind of a guitar. I think for our level, Paul, you and I, I mean, we're we're not shredders. I'm not a shredder. No, certainly not. We can play chords and we can we can yeah. you know, play yeah, with I'm a feel a, a little bit, but uh, yeah, I'm not a shredder, and that's why I like the SG. Maybe I I, I like I like the SG because it's basically a Les Paul with a different body. That's all, and it really lighter. is. It's lighter and it's a little more it, because it doesn't have the. Uh, it's not as thick. The mahogany body's not as thick. It also doesn't have a maple cap on it, so it's a little bit more. Uh, Shrill, edgy. It's more. It's got more of a punk feel to it. More, more raw than a Les Punchy. Paul. Les Paul's, Les Paul's more of a jazz guitar. This is not a jazz guitar at all. It's more of a blues punk. Raw dog. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of um, Love. nuance. Nuance in an SG. An SG is just turn everything up to ten and go. Mm-hmm. It's very basic. It's got a you know, but it's yep. basic in a good way. That's what I like about it. Cameron Brown, a lot of dudes don't shred on Les Pauls. Uh-oh. Uh Uh-oh. Al, Al Dimiola shreds on a Les Paul. <laughs> oh, you can you can list uh, 100 people who shred on Les Pauls and 100 people who don't. So, I mean. Yeah. It's, but, but it's not a shredder, get in here. It's not a shredder guitar. It's even it's when. A, it's just not a shredder guitar. I've noticed. Hold on a second. I've noticed part of the issue. It's when John Biel. Yes, when John Biel talks, Paul's audio gets all. Just it's always you can blame it on me. I'll take the oh, call. Well, is that what you were gonna say, Jay? Yes. Yeah. So I'm talking and talking. Paul should talk right now just to see if anything happens. Everything. Just, it does. Okay, now somebody else talk over see? Paul and see what see happens. What I'm saying. <laughs> Did I cut up as well? You keep talking and let Paul talk over you. Jerry, Jerry. Right, what's up? Uh, hello there, Paul. What are you doing? Uh, how's that guitar doing? Um, this guitar like is great. with the chrome tops. I like them a lot too. It looks pretty cool. Not just um, me. We're did it happen? Yeah. Yeah. KXM Rock. John Sykes is not a shredder either. Did it happen? It sounded like yes. when anybody's talking over him. It, yes, it did. So now we know the issue. It's because John Biel is talking over Paul. <laughs> no, it happens when you're talking over him too. Yeah, but but nobody noticed it then. Because I wasn't doing it. Okay. Did you, you see his it? face? You get it. Did you see that? <laughs> Come on, I've been a, I've been at a, at a kid's birthday party all afternoon. You got you got to give me some slack here, everybody. I'm, I might be on edge tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know I can't not talk over people, so. Do you yeah. talk over well, your it's your fiance? show. It's my thing. It's my show. I'll do what I want. I'll do what I want. Do, do you talk over your fiance when she's talking? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do. When no, she... no way. Oh, no. She bitches about that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Can I finish a goddamn sentence? Yep. <laughs> she's going to text me right now. She's going to say, yep. <laughs> I told you. I can't figure it out. I can't figure out how to not talk over people. So I guess that's it's one of my you know things I need to work on. Do you have any tape? That would work, yeah. I do actually. That orange gaff yeah. tape, or the, you nope. got the black gaff. Okay. Black gaff, yeah, that'll work. Or a gag ball. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll restrain myself. So, yeah. 
I thought we had a new image on. On thought uh, uh, symmetry was on there. Oh, Schmitty. We <laughs> did. I I deleted it because I, I had to, to get rid of that one. one. Yeah. Smitey. <laughs> no, yeah, well, speaking about shredding on Les Pauls, I mean, there you go. Well, no, Let's I mean, flag. an interesting oh, right thing there. Cameron I mean, there's Brown brings up look at that. There you go. But Cameron Brown brings up a couple of guys who I, I would disagree are shredders. Good topic. John, 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 John Sykes is not a shredder. I'll give you John. Uh, Doug Aldrich is more of a shredder than John Sykes. John Sykes isn't a shredder. He can play fast, but the, the, the shred style of guitar isn't about just being able to play fast. It's a style. It's based. A lot of it is neoclassical. A lot of it is very technical um, um, in playing in modes that, and you know this, Cameron, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but playing in modes that are extremely regimented and, and musical and John Sykes doesn't play like that. He's a, a pentatonic box player. You know, those guys that play just the regular pentatonic blues scale and, and, and like Zach Wild. Zach Wild plays really fast, but I wouldn't call Zach Wild a shredder. Shredders are guys like Ingve and, and, and Joey Tafola. And yeah, I would say Jason Becker. Uh, so and, is a Strat a, sh a shredder guitar? Uh, a str well, a strat Strat's the first shredder guitar. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to look at guys, if you're going to look at guys, I mean, I, the argument to be made is, is Hendrix a shredder? I don't know that he is, but I know Blackmore is, and he plays. Yeah. At the time, there was no such thing as a shredder. So, well, well the, uh, no. Look at uh, Dick Dale was was kind of a shredder back in the day. Richard Dale. Richard Dale. That <laughs> surf music. That would mean that was. I mean, again, it was simple. It wasn't, uh, you know, modes or anything like that. But it was. I mean, he was yeah. fast and 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 accurate. You know, and he yeah, was shred, playing strat. Shred guitar is absolutely modal in a way that is that is. Um, way more musical than your average blues-based pentatonic scale guitar player. You know, Les Paul was a shredder. Les Paul was absolutely a shredder, and he did it on Les Paul guitars. He also cheated a lot too because he sped up the tape. And he hated the uh, the SG. He sped sped it. Well, he didn't hate the SG as much as he hated the fact that he was getting divorced at the time. Yeah, <laughs> we've, we've we've just yeah. That's a... Marty Friedman absolutely a shredder. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's in the hands. It's not. I mean, so yeah. I mean, you've got examples. Marty Freeman of... played a, a Les Paul. I don't know. At one point, I mean, Marty Freeman made his name playing a Jackson Kelly. Yeah, God, yeah. That's, Phil he X was that Phil X has an EVH SG. Now that's a new one. An EVH SG, huh? He has an SG that's that's painted like a. Oh, okay. Style. Oh yeah, from Johnny EVH style. Yeah, Buckethead's absolutely a shredder, and he does use less balls. He has them specifically made for him. Randy uh, Randy Price says Randy Rhodes. Keith Campbell says Kirk Hammett. Yeah. Kirk, Hammett Kirk Hammett made his name playing Jackson's. Yes, he does own ESPs. Yeah, he does yeah. own his uh, own the uh, the greeny Les Paul though. So they started. On. Well, and and he has the um the black. Um, Les Paul with the spider sticker, yeah, with the with a with a Floyd on it. Randy would be a great example of a shredder on a Les Paul. He he played a sunburst in the, in the Black Album too. The Les Paul was primarily not a shred guitar. It's just not the get the the neck profile is not conducive to that. It's not flat and and thin. But you can set it up to be a shredder shredder. You can shred, sure. set it up with low action and and you know you can get the right you find the right neck on the right Les Paul and. 
you know. Well, I mean, I know, it, you know, like Jay would probably. I don't know if you you'd probably have a hard time on a, on a, not a hard time, but you know, you wouldn't per, you wouldn't prefer a Les Paul no with a thicker I mean, neck. You like? I can't a remember neck. the last time I actually played a Les Paul. I do know that. I mean, you know, I had an Ibanez and two Ibanez actually in this room a week and a half ago that should have been shred guitars, but you know, I'm very finicky, man. I, I like a certain thing and not you, you know, no. finicky. If the frets are too goddamn tall, I can't stand it. Peter Frampton. can't stand you. Peter Frampton's not a shredder though. Yeah, I don't well, yeah, no, he's got he's more great guitar, uh, jazz great and feeling. He's got a lot of blues and feeling. Yeah. Like, I've been I've been really getting into old humble pie. Like like Peter Frampton and Steve Marriott together were a fucking fantastic team. That's a, a band that um I think people would really enjoy if they went back and grabbed the first four or five humble pie records. Everything like before, Leslie West. Leslie West played Les Paul Juniors and he was he I mean I, he wasn't a shredder, but he was you know, Les Paul guy. He always played the juniors. Mick Mars, he for... played Les Paul too. And Mick Mars is certainly not a shredder. No, he could shred. No? no. Mick Mars? No. Wow. Sorry, Sherman Callahan. Um, yeah. Frank's not a shredder either. See, you're, there's a difference between shredding on a guitar and being a shredder. If you yes, you can play fast and you can rip into it, but Frank Frank Hannon plays primarily blue scales. Uncle and Frank. Shred, and shred guitar is uh, not and shred guitar is not blues based. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. I, I that's a true statement. Yeah, in my and that's the thing. Since Santa Cruz thirty six hundred people I'm saying aren't shredders are great players. Yes, they are great players. Pete it's, Townsend's it's, a great player, but he's not a shredder. It's a style. It's a style that that I would say Blackmore started it. Blackmore was the first guy to bring this sort of neoclassical shred guitar thing to hard rock. He and Steve Howe. Um, and the first modern day shredder that everybody knows is is Malmsteen. Yeah. Because even Eddie wasn't a shredder. Even Eddie was more blues based. Eddie doesn't play, he didn't, I mean, he can he sweep pick? Yes, he can sweep pick. Does he do arpeggios on occasion just to say he can do it? But that's not the foundation of his playing. Guys like Randy Rhodes, yes. Steve Howe, yes. Richie Blackmore, yes. Ingve Malmsteen absolutely is the guy that was the tipping point that made shred guitar. The poster child. Yeah, he's the guy. And then you've got all the guys after him, the Joey Tafolos and the Tony McAlpines and and the Jason Beckers and the Marty Friedmans and all so that. I'm with Randy Price, man. I don't – yeah, and tapping is arpeggios. Yes, thank you, Cameron. Um I'm I'm with Randy Price. I don't agree that shred has to be a neoclassical styling. Like that's no, but it is a it is a disciplined form of guitar playing. It's 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 you know playing in Mixolydian and Phrygian and all these weird modes that are not traditionally associated with hard rock guitar playing. But Jake can so shred, that's... and he doesn't know what the heck that is, Mixolydian and <laughs> any of that. Yeah, so I, you don't have to know I, any I, of that. I, I accidentally time all together. I guess I have no idea. I'm not. I, I don't consider myself a shredder. But if you I'm play, sure you, I think you can shred. I, I've, heard, I've heard your albums. I, I, I think you can shred pretty well. well thank you, John Beale. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, you're right, Santa Cruz. They are great players. But the the, the traditional style. Uh oh. Uh oh. I love the reaction. Uh oh. Oh my God. He's getting ready now. <laughs> I don't want to drop it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Who is this? Who we got on the line? Paul doesn't want to throw the guitar across the room. (laughs) Hello, you're with Johnny Bean. Hello. Oh, wow. Hello, Johnny. It's the Australian Johnny Bean. Hey, (laughs) Australian Johnny Bean. Good to see you. Good to hear you. What are you you up to? Yeah, good to. I'm just. uh, You can see me. Sorry? Oh, nothing. Hey, what Ned. What are you doing? Paul, what are you doing? In relation to the chat, I just want to tell the guys, do you consider Alan Holdsworth a shredder? Because I've seen him live, and he's an alien. And he, he was an amazing guitarist. But do you consider him a shredder? From what I've seen, I would consider him a shredder. Definitely. Uh, uh, sure, I, I, I don't think he plays... I don't think he plays shred guitar but he's absolutely a shredder yeah he can that's the thing is if if that's an if that's an element of his playing if those harmonic scales and 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 playing no, they can't hear me um nobody can hear him <laughs> yeah it's, well, it's, it's an element of the playing the playing is is in all different scales what it's like Al Damiola. He's, you know, and he's right. along the the Holsworth, you know, any of those yeah. uh, fusion kind of guys. Here's you know, an idea. John McLaughlin and Here's an idea. When people call up, pause the video <laughs> and then unpause it after the call. Okay. Um right. How would that work? You can pause oh, somebody who's on. You can, the, you can pause the live video. You can just pause it, and then and then hit yeah. play again and watch. Like you're hearing this, and you, when you watch it back, you're you'll be watching what you just heard. Meaning the, the caller, the as, caller. As the oh. caller. Yeah. yeah re- revolutionary. It's amazing. Johnny, I don't want to take all the time up. I just wanted to say, do you guys consider Alan Holdsworth a shredder? And that's pretty much it. So. I yes, I do. I and do you want to talk about sports? Cool. I say it's an element of his playing, but, it's, <laughs> not, but he doesn't play for a guitar. Yeah, we can talk about Aussie rules one day, Johnny. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. All right. Whoa, wait a minute. Later, Johnny. Later, guys. Awesome. Thanks for checking in. Thank you so much, man. False flag. False flag. Woo, everybody. Yeah. All right. Let, let me just say, as far as shredding, I mean, I, I was always, I always understood that shredding was just like playing a, a million miles an hour. But there is a, a, a style to shredding. There, there is the neoclassical style. Yeah, yeah, there's different styles to it. Um, but it doesn't like, have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be out of a, a regular scale. It can, I mean, you can shred and. and I thought and it was just playing fast. Scale, yeah. Just like like CC Deville, fast. doesn't CC Deville shred? And he's he's a you know he's not playing anything. Well, th- think of um like Slayer solos, Ned. right? Technically, I guess you would consider them shred, even but though they not. make no sense. It's just playing playing fast for the sake of playing fast. Yeah. yeah. I guess you can. I don't. I don't consider those guys shredders. I don't know? think they're out there looking through the the the, 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 the different modes, and but that they do tend to go into the modes and out of the modes and i mean they don't, yeah, they like don't really saying, play the rules doesn't they're make any doing. sense it, it's just yeah. he's playing with feel but it, you know the only thing they're playing with feel is feeling the neck on those uh 
whatever. I don't know. What did uh, Kerry King play? He played uh, uh, Jackson's, right? Was it back yeah. in the day? Yeah, yeah. Because um, Hanneman played Jackson's as well. Gary Holt actually plays a um, Les Paul, right? He plays the, a single uh, cut ESP. Alex Skolnick plays Les Pauls. Who? Skolnick's absolutely a shredder. It's funny the as guitar players get older, some of them are playing shredders, uh, playing Les Pauls. When you think about. Um, you know, Kirk Hammett didn't play Les Pauls when he started out. George Lynch is now playing Les Pauls. But they played Gibsons. Kirk Hammett, always, Kirk Hammett and James both played Gibsons in the beginning, didn't they? What did uh, oh, James play the Explorer? James yeah, the played the Explorer. And no, Kirk played a a, a a V, didn't he? Yeah. So did James. Yeah. 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 And those had the necks like the same as a Les Paul neck almost. Mm-hmm. But neither one of those guys is a shred guitar player. But Skolnick, Skolnick usually for the past while, he pretty much plays the shred stuff in Testament when yeah. he's, you know, he's into the jazz and all, all that, all that mm-hmm. stuff now. So when he's not playing the Testament stuff, I don't think he's really uh, blazing away. You know, he's, he's, he's doing, he's doing jazz, jazz fusion stuff, stuff isn't yeah. he? And jazz fusion is part of shred is part sure. of the shred style of guitar. That's yeah. the thing that, that, that I think people are missing is, Guys like Uli Roth, guys like Michael Shanker, guys who are classically trained and and um, rigid musical guitar players are the guys that tend to be shredders. It's a part of their style. You know, guys like like Hendrix could probably do it, but didn't incorporate it into his style. Whereas <laughs> guys like Blackmore and Ingve do. Um, and just well, when because, Hendrix was doing it, wasn't a style when Hendrix did it. Right. Like that that was you know well, the top the thing, of the food chain. But it's funny because it's at the same time that Blackmore was doing it. Yeah, they were contemporary. Was doing it at the exact same time as Hendrix. But there's a there's there's a certain level of of musical um, structure from a jazz or classical modal style of guitar playing that that defines shred guitar. It doesn't mean just playing a million miles an hour. Fuck, I can play a million miles in a row, but they're fucking terrible notes. What about like uh, um, Dick Dale? Would you say like that surf kind of music is shredding? I think uh, that's, well, sim- that's simplistic. It, Some of it, it comes from jazz. jazz. I think it's it's just it's major, 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 uh, major. Mode. What does Wikipedia say? I don't know. Shredder. Oh, yeah, shred. Right here. What's the, what's the definition? Definition of shred. Shredded, shredded lettuce. Well, I think I think there's a shredded lot of wheat. shred players. Yeah, shredded wheat. Yeah, shredded pants. When you get wheat, but then you got shredded wheat. Yeah, I mean, I, don't know, I think there's a lot of a lot of shred guys out there that stick Shredding to includes the pentatonic scale for a lot of their stuff. Shred guitar. Here we go. Sometimes you don't even know it. Includes G three is the first thing that comes up. Techniques. Sweep, alternate, and tremolo picking, string skipping, multi-finger tapping, slurs, and trills. Shred guitarists use two or three octave scales, triads, or modes, playing ascending and descending at a fast tempo. Often such runs are arranged in the form of intricate sequential patterns, creating a more complex feel. Mm-hmm. Shred guitar or shredding is a virtuoso lead guitar solo playing style of the guitar based on various advanced and complex playing techniques, particularly rapid passages and advanced performance effects. Shred guitar includes fast alternate picking, sweet picking, arpeggios, dis- diminished, time, blah, 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 faster. All of it. Read it faster. Yeah. <laughs> Distortion, guitar feedback, tone, 
Like some Ooh. would consider some would consider the first Larry Mitchell record a shred guitar record. It's literally the pentatonic scale. Yeah. You know? Which is which is amazing when you when you think of it, you're like, how the hell can you take those limited that limited uh you know fretboard and turn into that much melody? It's it's awesome. Which I guess guys have been doing that for you know. Jimmy yeah, Green is Pinker, you're right. Post Malone can shred harder than me. But he doesn't because he doesn't have any integrity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but with a whole lot of money, you don't need integrity. I'm just saying. He could if he really wanted to, but obviously he doesn't want to, and it's not it doesn't mean anything to him. So, you know. Well, here's the thing shredding doesn't sell. I know. John John Mayer can shred, but he Shredded doesn't. Pork. <laughs> Oh God! Is that cat food? No. Pulled pork. Looks real good. Ah oh, shit. <laughs> ah shred. <laughs> and, the funny thing, and the other thing is, you know, shred when you hear it. Yeah. In 1969, guitarist Jimmy. I don't agree with this. I Jimmy turn it Blade off. From Led Zeppelin, composed "Heartbreaker." His guitar solo introduced many complex technique techniques. Page included excerpts of classical music in the solo when playing live. Sure he did. I don't think Page was. I don't think Heartbreaker was a shred. I mean, I know no, the part that he's talking about, but but he did do. He did put some of uh, like <laughs> for release and some other stuff, some Beethoven in his guitar solos. When he was, um, what's the one from the Royal Albert Hall when he does his guitar? That was um, he had a, a name for it. I can't think of what it was called. Well, Someone in the chat knows. It's it's Black Mountainside. Yeah, maybe that was what it was. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and he did a whole, you know, 15 minutes of mm -hmm. on the, uh, what was he playing? A Dan Electro. Mm -hmm. He could shred, I suppose. You know. Yes, Ronnie Latecro and Chris Impelletieri are the absolute textbook definition of what a shred guitar player is. Gary Hoey. Yep, Paganini mm -hmm. is a great example of that, and not even a guitar player. But that's a great example of yeah. classical form modal playing. Caleb Rappaport can shred. Maybe. Yeah, no, shredded no. that. <laughs> what are you guys, right. you guys talking about shredders? Talking about shredded meat. Shredded beef. It's, it, the, the genesis of the conversation was that Les Pauls and SGs, the neck is not conducive to being a shred guitar. Um, and then, of course, everyone goes, well, what about Zach Wilde? He shreds. Well, no, he's not a shredder. He can play fast, but he's not a shredder. Randy Rhodes is a shredder. Zach Wilde's not a shredder. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, Zach plays box patterns in the in the pentatonic scale over and over. That's not shred guitar. Shred guitar involves uh, little Italy, little Italy, yeah, a lot of Italy, little Italy's and sweep arpeggios and string skipping and things that are um, much more modal than than just playing fast. Well, I, I guess the difference is just someone who who appears to be, be well-versed in, you know, uh, a mm -hmm. lot more than just blues guitar, right? Yes. Yeah, there's there's a certain level of of uh, formatic structure, you know. Yeah, I uh, mean, uh, formal, formal structure. Eddie is barely a shredder. Barely. He can do it, but it's not his style. Right. But There are elements of shredding guitar in Eddie's playing, but he's not a shredder. He was a tone chaser. It was in the fingers with him, yeah. He could play fast, but I, I, yeah, I, I agree. I don't think his... Here, here's what I think. Eruption is shredding. 
This is what I've always thought. Maybe I'm wrong. Let me know. Spanish flies. I always thought shredding, as far as as musicians, was was a million notes a minute. Like there can be a lot of filler filler notes that don't need to be there. To me, that's what I thought. Shredding, Eddie, Eddie, you know, shreds. Eddie shreds. He shreds. <laughs> but everything Eddie ever did made sense. There was always a place for every every note. Yeah. That that he used. Does that does that make sense? I agree absolutely. Yeah, that's a, well said. Thank yeah, you. He had, he, no, he had. It, that's what it was about him. It was it was the select the selection of notes. You know. And it wasn't he wasn't playing modes or he wasn't he was doing his own thing, but yeah, I mean Cameron says he disagrees with pe- the pentatonic scales and I mean not being considered shredding. I, I do too. I, I think there are shredders who who just use those scales. Um that that's uniquely because that's it's, all it's, it's the ferocity that they're using. Prince, Prince can shed shred. Prince you know, shredded on that uh you know guitar uh, or that um Hall of Fame. I put it in the chat a little while ago. Like you know, Neil Sean. He he's he's pretty much you know in the blues box most of the time. Very melodic, but he he can burn it too. But yeah, does he qualify as a shredder? Probably no. not. No. But then you get the someone thing. like Steve Lukather, who knows every part of the neck and every mode possible. He's probably a shredder. So yeah, and that's and that's where I disagree with Cameron is is yes, a shredder will use the pentatonic scale as part of their their arsenal, but shred guitar is not is based with way more uh, it, it's way more modal than that. Just because you can play the pentatonic scale fast doesn't make you a shredder. It doesn't make you shred guitar player. Shred guitar and being able to play fast are two totally different forms. Ingve Malmsteen is a shredder. Ingve Malm, uh, I mean uh, Angus Young is not, and yet they both play very fucking fast. Angus Young may be the greatest pentatonic blues player in the history of hard rock. I mean, if you can find somebody better than him, maybe it's Jimmy Page. But I would say Angus Young overall is a better guitar player. It's Edward Van Halen, sorry, but a better. <laughs> no, because Edward Van Halen did other things, whereas mm. Angus doesn't. All Angus does is the blues scale. That's all right, he does. But, but Paul, a million miles but Paul, most most of of Eddie's stuff, like eighty five percent, is in that is in that you know spot or in those boxes on the neck, and it's just the way he he came at it from a little bit of a different angle, and you know using flat fi- uh, fifths and whatnot and stuff. It's his he note choice. So it's, it's yeah, not- it's the choices, but but the fact that he's in those boxes that the same places that 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 Angus is, and I'm not trying to poo-poo Angus Young at all and his abilities, but if you're gonna say the greatest pentatonic shredder of all time, you know, we, we know who that is. I mean, that's pretty obvious. Ed he's loved Angus. Ed liked the, the, that was one of his favorite albums, you know. Some of the difference favorite. with Eddie with, with Eddie's soloing and and a lot of other people a lot of other people it's when they solo their fingers it's all like this eddie got the same notes like this doing stretching playing them in different spots where everybody else did them like whether it was easy to get right and you you know he 
he played it. He played those notes like a piano on a guitar. Like he, That's was, what he was doing. Yeah. He was using a second hand, obviously, but even with he was doing single hand stuff. You can tell that he was doing stretchy stuff before he figured out how to put his finger on the on the you know his right hand on the fretboard. So, um, you know, it, it it's all it's all opinion, obviously. But right, and and with- but like I heard you say, like Alan Holdsworth, definitely a shredder, like in in no uncertain terms. And, and one of the originals. Uh, and the reason know, being? You know, there's a reason, you know, Edward latched on to him because he, he you know, he he knew he was beaten. <laughs> you know, he, he listened to that. He listened to that stuff and he was like, holy shit. Like, wh- what is going on here? You know, and he hadn't really done that before. You know, he never had that kind of respect for Clapton although he was the guy that he wanted to emulate. But when he heard Clapton someone like... the most overrated guitar player in the history of yeah. the Could you turn up just a little, Paul? Because everyone else is, like, super loud, and you, for, for some reason, are quiet. Is is that right, or is that just me? He's really quiet. Yeah. All right, I'll be, I'll be loud then. Hang on. <laughs> is his mic's doing that thing again, isn't it? It's... I'm thinking it might be StreamYard. Am I because because Caleb, your your mic is, is like slightly slightly dropping too. I'm thinking it might be Streamyard tonight. You didn't pay your bill. Yeah. No. No. How about shredding on the drums? Yes, George Lynch is shredder. Yes. But George Lynch is the first one to admit that he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. I know. And George, he's, what George Lynch did is he saw what other people did and emulated it. Right. Or shredding on the bass. Well, shredding on the bass is is, is Warren D. Martini. Is Warren D. Martini a shredder? I would say elements of shred, but I wouldn't call him a shredder. Jakey e. Lee, because those two are very similar. I don't think Jakey e. Lee is a shredder either. I think he can shred and has elements of it, but I don't think that's his guitar style. And that's, I think, guitar, shred is a guitar style. Getty Lee, there you go. Billy Sheehan. I don't think it's just guitar. I think any instrument. Paganini was like well, the perfect. Yes and no. No. Uh, I, you know, you could be right, John. Shred on the piano. Because it is so modal. Um, you know, I would say if there's a difference between, if you could apply shred to drums, Mike Portnoy, Neil Peart, um, you know, Bill Bruford, Ginger Baker, Alex Van Halen. Probably shred drummers versus John Bonham, Tommy Lee, um, Copeland, Stuart Copeland, Stuart Copeland. Yeah, shreds. Stuart shred yeah. guitar. Yeah, shred drummer. Yeah, Paul, Paul Gilbert, man. no doubt, one of the, maybe the greatest. Paul Gilbert is a shredder. Absolutely. What about Nuno Shredder? Yeah, I would say. So. Uh, I don't think of Nuno as a shredder, but I think elements of shred in his playing. Yes. But I don't think I don't think specifically a shred guitar player. Nuno plays Satriani, shredder. Mm-hmm. Elements of shred without being Vi more shredder than Satriani. Satriani wow. more blues groove bass than than Vi. Elements of shred in his playing, but not the foundation. Foundation of Satriani's playing is groove based and not <laughs> not modal. 
Oh, no. Careful, Paul. What? Oh, we're going to go into walking? <laughs> if that was the shred, I would use this pick right here. <laughs> this pick. Little man. If I was to shred my nose. Let me tell you a story about if, this. If only if, if Johnny gives me that five bucks. I'm just kidding. Uh, Google takes three of it. so Okay. I'll take the two. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not feeling it tonight. I'll, I'll see. Thank you, Tabinanen. Lemmy has pooped Oops. in the house. Did we lose Kurt and uh, Jay? Yeah. Yeah, Kurt said he'd be right back. Oh, okay. Hand 36 solo. Um, yes, a shredder. Shredders have the capability to play melodically. They choose not to. Ingve Malmsteen can play anything. Ingve Malmsteen can play the blues. He chooses not to. He chooses to live in arpeggio land. Um, it is one of the things that keeps some of those guys who are great guitar players in our world from being household names. That's why John Mayer writes pop songs because he can shred. John Mayer is a phenomenal guitar player, but shredding sells 10,000 records and Robert yeah. sells How about millions. Bonamassa. Great example. Sh shreds. How many is records does Bonamassa shreds? sell? Is part of shredding in the performance itself? It's or is it or is it an, is it part of attitude? Is is shredding? It's, is, it's is a there... it's a genre. It's a genre. It's a style. It's, it's a style. It's, 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 it's the evolution of lead guitar. You know, it, it's always about going to pick, pick up speed, just like air travel. You know, but like, it's not just about they got to build a faster plane. You know, but it's not just guitar. It it the 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 shred but, style came from classical music yeah like paganini applied to the guitar stuff yeah they were, violin, they were fiddle violin shredders you know 200 years ago it is any instrument it is a formal musical form it is formal musical form versus blues bass pentatonic feel play yeah and you can tell let's, it when you hear it you know it when let's you get hear cameron it. brown in here let's let's get a shredder on the show <laughs> come on in cam we did get a definition hand 36 solo. We've looked it up a couple different times. And the thing that they agree agree about is sweep picking with arpeggios, string skipping, uh diminished melodic runs, intense speed and and formal modes that are more indicative attitude. that are more that are more indicative uh or 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 they germinate from jazz and classical playing. Devil went down to Georgia. There you go. That's shredding on the fiddle. See, John Beale shreds. <laughs> yes, Beethoven absolutely shredded because John Beale shreds. Orianti absolutely is a shredder. Roy Clark absolutely. Again, those are those are the easy things. Dick Clark. <laughs> totally. Matthias Jobs. Matthias is is yes has shred elements. But if you want to talk about a Scorpions guitar player that was a shredder, two of them, Shanker and Uli Roth. Ralph Macchio. Al, was that Al Cooper? Was that who did the, uh, the sound? Who did the uh, soundtrack to Ry Cooter. Ry Cooter. Ry Cooter. He shreds. Can. More of a blues player. 
What do you think, Ned? Do you shred? You shred Ned. mice? Ned shreds. Ned shreds. Thursdays at eight. Ned shreds. Yeah, but but Cameron, you 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 do the sweep ar arpeggios, and mm -hmm. that instantly puts you in shredder uh, category status, because just like it or not. It's just, category. No, but it's if that's the ultimate, if that's his, it's the ultimate shredder move is to sweep pick arpeggios. In my but is opinion, that the, is that the foundation upon Cameron's playing, or is it just a, a something a trick that he throws in there? Oh no, it's definitely a trick he throws in there. But well, but if you throw the, you, but but he's using all kinds of other things around yeah. it, and then that's like you know the, you know, the holy shit wow factor in most okay. of the playing that I grew up admiring and thinking I'll never be able to play like that. Those are the kinds of things I saw, and instantly labeled shredder. Oh, that's the interesting thing about that too is that. Technically, an arpeggio is, you know, uh, a musical expression of the of the notes, but it's how it's played. You can tap an arpeggio and you can sweep pick an arpeggio and they sound completely different. And the sweep picking is an element of shred guitar, whereas the tapping really isn't. Thanks, Sabrina. Good night, it's that Sabrina. sweep picking and that string skipping and that. Um, and that tight pants. Ooh. And that that wall of marshals that aren't even actually plugged in. <laughs> yes, Renus Pinkle. Vinnie Vincent is a shred guitar player. He's a terrible guitar player, but he's a shred guitar player. Wrote great songs, though. Saved Kiss. I think she's awesome. <laughs> Sped up great solos. Vicky Vincent. With the tape. All right. What else we got? I think so, we did shred shredding to death. Tony McAlpine. that topic. Yep. Yes, I saw. I saw a question earlier. Uh, Nerd Halen still on the cruise as of today. Yes. <laughs> day by day, right? Well, I mean, we all got we all got to test negative, or we're not getting on. So Hellstorm asks if we would put Al Petrelli in the same class as Alex Skolnick. Yes, but I think Alex Skolnick is a better guitar player than Al Petrelli. But they play very similar styles. Yeah, Russ, you Satchel, Russ Parrish, he he can do it all. He's yep. a shredder. He's a phenomenal guitar player that happens to be in a comedy act, mm -hmm. but he's way he's way more incredible than than the part he's playing in that in that in that band. In my Which opinion, goes back to what I said earlier: shred guitar doesn't sell. Where's the no. song? Alice Cooper said it forty fucking years ago. That's great. Where's the song? Yeah. No, it's it's that's great. We're the girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Keith Campbell, I'm okay now. All clear. So thank you. I've seen some other people ask that. Yes, feeling great, fine, terrific. I'm cleaning up poop. I'll be right back. Wow. Nice segue. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Really? gone everywhere tonight oh but yeah here, i know and we'll do we'll do another hour we had said we were only gonna go till 10 tonight but we'll keep yeah going. i figured we would we, we, we'll keep to... going yeah why not what what happened why why till 10 somebody we gotta get somebody somebody's sleepy we're gonna get to gta or <laughs> no
No GTA tonight, I guess. Oh. Alex is awesome. Skolnick? Yeah, when are you going to get him back on the show? Uh, I don't know. You got some shredders you got to get back on the show. Leave, leave, smash a thumbs up if you want to see him back. Cameron? Cameron? Billy Sheehan? Billy Sheehan? Um, Skolnick? Skolnick? Kurt fifty one fifty, yeah. Gotta get gotta get Glenn Lafferman on the show. Glenn, Jay Hannon. Yeah, we we just we gotta we gotta we gotta figure that out because he he wants me to come to his house and and stay. And the plan was uh, around Nam time this that I would possibly Nam stay time. with him at his house. Um, it's a, a long way to Nam from that house but we'll see yeah when was the last did they do summer name last year they actually just did nam uh yesterday oh so they did like a what was yesterday it? was was a, a nam and i i i signed up for it but i didn't even go i didn't even log in yeah isn't it like this this time and you know two years ago was was the last uh real yep. real nam yeah yep. And that's two years I'm, holy shit some of us got horribly sick <laughs> and that was the beginning of hell well that was probably the beginning of this this whole thing too you know yeah i'm convinced that's what i had and i've talked to other people and they, they thought the same thing but who knows yeah you know nam's yeah. happening in june this year and there might not even be fender there so which means no AVH. Hmm. Yeah, it's not going to be the same. Probably it's ever, not going right? to. It's not going to. I I wouldn't say ever, but it 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 won't be like it was, John Beale, because you go there and it's you're like sardines. Yeah. And it, it was guaranteed you get horribly sick. Not everybody did. Nam remember Caleb, Caleb saying, you, "You remember you said you didn't get sick one year, when the rest of us were like." Like in bed for like a week, right? But you know, I'm I'm a I'm a get sick every other year kind of guy, so it's very rare that I get sick at all. So, knock wood. But yeah, yeah, Sharon, yeah, yeah. That that's picture that I always show. That, that's actually that's what that is. That's Nam Nam memories. Mm. Namories. Kind of sounds like memories. Yeah, it does actually. That's that's what I was thinking. Memories. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Clayton James. It's 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 Steve Perry's seventy third birthday. Who knew Steve Perry was that old? Wow. Yeah, I'm surprised he's that young. Crazy. <laughs> Man, all our no. heroes getting old and dying. Yeah. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Meatloaf cooked. I met yeah. Meatloaf. He's a good no guy. leftovers. You met him? Yeah, he came to, he was, this was right, right around the time, what was it, um, 
I'll do anything for love. You will? 1991. Well, whenever that came out, it was a couple of years after that. He he came. He was supposed to play Maine at, at the big the Civic Center, which was like maybe ten thousand seats, and then he couldn't sell. But he them. wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. So he ended up playing our club for three thousand people. So, but it was a great show. I mean, I I can't say anything. It was a fantastic show. Yeah, Louis Anderson. And that, yeah. Yeah, Louis Anderson too. Yeah. Yeah. Moment of silence, yes. Mm-hmm. There'll be more next week. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy, folks. Just hope just hope it's not one of us. <laughs> I want don't want my number coming up. Feels like all everybody's number is just like being you know shuffled around in a in a hopper <laughs> and they're just pulling numbers. Yeah, fucking crazy. I mean, it's people you don't expect. That's the that's the scary thing is that you know Bob Saget yeah. or, or you know Lou, or, you know Meatloaf. Or, I mean, they're they're older, but they're not old. Not, yeah, Bob Saget was only sixty five, so and yeah. and and you know didn't have any issues apparently. So to just drop dead is Betty is White. Really, I mean, come on, geez, if it can happen Betty to Betty White. White. Well, she she was she was ninety nine. Nine and nine. Doesn't matter. So yeah, what else is going on? What do we got? Got an hour? Let's see. Let's <laughs> you know, forty-five minutes. What do we got going on? Caleb, what do you got? What are you bringing to the table? Oh well, uh, I just found out that Ultimate Jam Night, which just came back uh, on Tuesday this last week for the first time in nearly two years. Wow. Um. Uh, our our front man and nerd, nerd Halen uh, Hal Sparks hosted that night. The whiskey at the whiskey. It went pretty well, I heard. And um, they'll be coming back in uh, on the first of February, and it will be the tribute to Edward Van Halen. So they're getting awesome. going with that uh, pretty pretty soon here. Who's That'll on board be- with that? That'll be as big a, uh, a tribute to to Eddie Van Halen as, as has has been done, I, I believe, anywhere. So uh, that will be pretty awesome, and uh, I believe will uh, the uh, my, the nerd Halen will be part of that. So looking forward to that. Very cool. Awesome, man. Yeah, I don't know what songs we're gonna play, but uh, there might be some some special guests. We'll see. Man, that's cool. Yeah, where's Wolf going to be that week? Is he is his tour back on, or what's uh, he won't? I don't know. I, I can't imagine. I don't think I think he'll be in town, but but yeah. I would doubt he would be there for that. So, but. I would. That's that's one I would doubt. But right. it should be uh, should be fun, and it should be pretty cool. Uh, event to be at yeah i hope fan halen's playing too yeah <laughs> is it raining over there it sounds like somebody is it raining over there? <laughs> is it me or is it uh oh it's my computer just no it's, it's 
It's just, it's like air. At least it's not dead air. No. You always get something to listen to here. That's on Thursday nights. (laughs) On Thursday nights at 8 o'clock east. (laughs) Dead air. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Keep talking. (laughs) How about that? 5150 iconic. Yeah, man. How about it? Yes, it's awesome. Megatod. It's awesome, man. It's oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds great. Right on. I haven't tried one yet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, well, it's a weak one. Oh. Johnny didn't say anything. It's a... No, nah, it wasn't me. Johnny didn't say it. it. wasn't him. Why do you think I left? Yeah. What else? I like the new standing Johnny. I like the, the standing swaying Johnny. I think that's cool. It's a cool uh, add to the show. Yeah. Looks like you're like waiting for a bus. <laughs> yeah. No, it's better. It's better for the back. I've been having like back, back aches and, yeah. and uh, sitting and st- you gotta, you can't just like, you gotta, you know, it's better for you too. And I, I already have the standing desk. So this is something I should have been doing like the, like the whole time, but gear question, uh, Santa Cruz 3,600 Caleb, would you get a Friedman or a Sur amp? Uh, I've never tried a Sur amp, but obviously uh sir products are uh as highly touted uh, uh guitar or amp in in business so um it's one of those things i'm a, i'm afraid to try a sir amp or a guitar cuz i i think i'll just be thinking about getting one from then on and uh i'm not good with those kind of thoughts uh when i feel like i need a product uh it it just eats uh my insides out until i do something about it so so you're afraid you'll like it too much yes yeah yes absolutely and then drop five grand or whatever it is right well or not drop five grand steal five grand to pay for it so yeah uh yeah does doesn't cameron does he have a Sir amplifier? Oh, there you are. Well, I know he's got Friedman. So, uh, but yeah, he probably has a Sir too because he's a Sir artist. And the Friedman amps are awesome. So, I mean, you know, but these these amplifiers are thirty five hundred bucks. Uh, and uh, you know, I mean, I I still want just a you know that Soldano SLO thirty. You know, the thirty. That's yeah. I mean, I don't think I'd be disappointed with that amp. I think, you know, I mean, that's that's the best sounding head in the head rush as far as the modeler goes, uh, in my opinion. Uh, but, you know, it's all it's all. Uh, they uh, all shred selective or whatever the word is. Yeah. You're right, Paul. Mm hmm. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Where's good. Jay, dude? Careful with that pick. Yeah. Got to get tar pick in my mouth. I'm good. All Jay right, and right. Kurt, dude. What did they? Did they get a room or something? What's going oh. on? And I show up and they leave. <laughs> beef. beef. Shredded beef. 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 Yeah, I don't need a Soldano. I don't I wouldn't know what to do with it. But I know that was the uh what was that? Like the, the fifty one fifty. Did he re- did he record a lot of fifty one fifty on the Soldano or what would he use, or was that uh, more the, like the, the fuck album fuck, is, okay. uh, on the Soldanos, and then he had PV basically uh, from there on copy the uh, Soldano is is what I've heard. Jay's dealing with a little shit. Damn. Mm. Killian. Go to bed. Let's see here. Caleb, did you you saw the 84 tour, didn't you? Did you? Yeah. I mean, I was pummeled with with the sound. Uh it, it was it was unlike anything I'd ever seen. LA? Where, where did you see them? Yeah, I saw them at the forum here in Inglewood. Uh May 13th, 1984. May yes. 13th. Okay, let's see. So I found yeah. that I was looking through Billboard magazines and they had uh, all the whole rundown from the 84 tour. Um, and it pretty much breaks down every every show from how much the gross was, how many attended, how much the tickets were. Um, put that up. Do we have a screen version of that or no? Well, I sent it. I put it in the chat, uh, our chat yesterday. Oh. Um, it's got, I don't know. Let me see. I don't know if I have. Uh, I got Reno, San Francisco. Um, Cow Palace. It only had selected. It had selected shows from because it would do the top concert grosses every week. Billboard magazine would do the top concert grosses every week. Um, but I don't see LA, um, Seattle, Edmonton, Winnipeg. Anyway, but it did have, uh, there was some, re- I mean, sort of records set for each, each arena they played, you know, for quickest sellout. Um, let me see. Uh, this is, I know this is entertaining here. Good stuff here. First two days sellout for a rock show was that the opening night of, uh, the Sportatorium in Florida, uh, 23,000 for two shows. They made. Two hundred thousand seventy six, two hundred and seventy six thousand for that for those two shows, but um, it was just some some really nerd, real real nerd stuff. Um, Mid South wow. Coliseum ten thousand, so autograph opened for them on a lot of shows. The Velcros, did you who did, who opened when you saw them? Do you remember? Well, if the Velcros were this fifties band uh, that play just 50s hits wore tuxedos and didn't stop between songs because of the like chorus of <laughs> booze and having oh, yeah. stuff thrown at them and and you know 10,000 middle fingers aimed at them it was it was pretty <laughs> that know, happened to I, the Jake Isles band in 81 when they opened for the Stones 
Oh, and, and Prince opened for the Stones and got he got booed off stage at the Coliseum. Yeah. I think he got hit in the head with a bottle or something. So jeez. Yeah, people are not forgiving much. They played Reno and Las Vegas. Um Bill Graham, yeah. Bill Graham three nights at the Cow Palace. Uh 43,000 tickets sold, $587,000 revenue. Wow. Yeah, it was just some. I, I found. And Billboard. that doesn't include merchandise, right? That's just ticket sales? That's just ticket sales, yeah. So half a Damn. million for three shows. I guess I, I would break up too after a, a tour like that, right? The last Eesh. show of the 84 tour was what? Dallas? Um, let me see. July, duh, 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 July tenth through the twelfth at the at the Houston, three sellouts. Um, when does it have a, Yeah, the summit, but it doesn't have. I guess I don't have. Oh wait, it's on the other page. Uh, duh, duh, duh. So that was forty-two thousand tickets sold, five hundred seventy-three thousand dollars for three shows at uh, the summit in Houston. Last shows, last American shows before the breakup. A little sniffly there, bud. What's up? I know. No, it's just it's, Omicron. It's, no, it's it's ten degrees here, so it's you know uh, the change in temperature, and uh, you know I don't know. It's not. I believe me. I uh, trust me. We, I had a couple of scares this week, and I've been I tested myself three times this week, so I'm doing all right at this point. So that we'll leave it at that. <laughs> we got a. Uh, we, we were joking about it on the air, and a listener who's a nurse who um, administers to an assisted living facility brought us a box of 40 tests so that we have them at the studio. So if any time we come in in the morning and don't feel well, take a test before we go on the air so we don't get anybody sick. Yeah. Because our, our building is locked down. Our producer disappeared last week. for He went and got a test, like went to a place and got the antigen test or the antibody test. And it took them almost four days to get his results back to him. Yeah. It, was, it was bullshit. That's so, ridiculous. No, I feel fine. People, I'm feeling. How fine. many people can you infect in that time? It's like exactly ridiculous. But anyway, I don't want to go too deep into that. Hey, it hey, uh, what kind of coffee does Nightbot drink? Just curious, Johnny. Well, he's waking up right now, so. Somebody what kind uh, of coffee is night nightbot drink. I'm curious. <laughs> Probably uh decaf. He's yeah. a Red Bull. I think Nightbot's a Red Bull guy. Or, or maybe Jolt. Ah, oh, no. Jolt no, sucks. I can't, I can't do that. We used to we used to get that when I was at school. We would drive, you couldn't get it. In certain towns, so maybe Moxie was it Moxie that uh, Nightbot might be drinking Moxie. You have an OnlyFans, Johnny? Yeah, is that like, like oh. naked Johnny or, or what's going on there? No, oh, okay, no, it's no, no, all GTA all all the time. Oh, <laughs> no, no, it's not only. I mean, that's the thing is a lot of these sites they get a, a bad rap. Because they 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 become known for something, like yeah. It's a bad rap thing. to be able to set up a website and make millions and millions of dollars for showing your snatch. 
Mm-hmm. So that's a bad rap. Uh, every yeah. every day on our on our prep sheets at the station, we get school teacher who starts OnlyFans page is making seventy one million dollars a year. Yeah, that's a terrible thing to do. It just speaks at how desperate we are. Internet porn is free, and yet people still pay for OnlyFans. It's stunning to me. You know, because they they think they have a shot. <laughs> well, that's that's why strip bars. You know. That's why right? I, I'm surprised. Oh, this stripper likes me. I can tell she likes me. Oh, yeah, she likes me. She's smiling at me. She's talking to me. <laughs> show, show, up, show up in that VIP room with no dollars and see what happens. Yeah. Man. A lot of, cha- a lot of charity dances going on at yeah, the exactly. uh, strip club. Yeah, Nightpot does a lot of coke. That's probably it. <laughs> Speeding down that line. Screaming, speeding, something. Mm-hmm. I watched um, Over the Edge last night. The old Over the Edge movie? Yeah, 1979. Ooh, he really got me on the soundtrack. It's not a you good know, movie. It is actually a good movie, and I, I'll, I'll I'll defend that. It's an actually, you know, it, it back in the day, I mean, it, it made a lot of... It, they didn't even release it really until 81 when it, when it came on HBO. Yeah. And then people started, started to realize it's actually, you know, I mean, it was for the time, the late seventies, it was, you know, for those that don't know, it's about a bunch of kids who basically take over their town. It was better than the warriors. I'll give it that. It, at least. it was it's better than the warriors. Far better than the warriors. And it was, it held my interest for 90 minutes. So it was a good and Matt Dillon is, is just classic. He's, he's an, one yeah. of the greatest, you know, and, and, actors uh, uh, of our time. Carl, what's I don't even know who the actor was, but Carl was it was it was just a you know, I don't know. I remember watching it in the eighties on, on HBO and and listening to the soundtrack at the time, and the soundtrack was incredible. I mean, it was all the everything from the Cars to the to Van Halen and um, ACDC and everything. But um, so, and then I was looking at the uh, the Wikipedia page, and it, it, I guess a little uh, light up the sky was written for that movie light up the sky was at least according to somebody or according to ed uh, he he <laughs> said it in the uh in the rosen 78 rosen interview um he you know he he goes he does talks about it says you know we wrote light up the sky for that movie but then they went and watched an early screening of the movie and you know figured it wasn't quote oscar worthy and it was you know they they weren't too impressed with it when they watched it but if you listen to the lyrics and of light up the sky and um come see your children pretty, and they're lighting up the sky and they're bur- you know they're burning you know the city down basically and um so i mean I, that was an interesting connection that i had interesting wow and then they yeah. went and took they went and took and uh took the the kink song and paid the kinks uh, all the money and also won't get fooled or no um uh, bob o'reilly was supposed to be the end credit song but they they the who didn't join it i mean obviously back then you'd probably have to pay millions for a who song you know late 70s before they would have ever licensed anything out but um i think it was a great it's i mean watching it i had i hadn't seen it in 10 years probably really watched the whole thing but uh it's a good story it's a good movie you know it's a little i mean it's supposedly a true story from 1973 in california there was you know these planned communities that uh you know basically they're their parents, you know, wanted these planned communities so they could get their kids out of the city and, and, and raise them properly. But then the kids, you know, all 
started breaking the law and and you know destroying the city i wish we could do like a a mystery science 3000 on a movie like that just sit here and watch it and talk about it Uh, me too i'd love to do that you know i wish we you know put it on i'll do it on my channel if i know johnny won't you know this copyright stuff and and johnny won't get paid but uh someday i could you know one of us could put it up on our channel maybe but they i think it's free on it's free on youtube i'm pretty sure i watched a uh um a dvd burn of it but um i think it is free on youtube but mm, like from youtube themselves or like somebody put it up oh, probably somebody put it up but they didn't take it down they didn't block it or anything so i mean it's it's legal to you know it's it's free to watch i don't know I've, i haven't searched it on youtube but i know i'll be right back he's gonna search uh something else on youtube or on, on... <laughs> let me see over the edge you can rent it on youtube okay there you go at some point it was free maybe a couple of years ago it was it was uh yeah free yeah because what happens is the quality you get goes through and, and there's clips yeah clip there's clips that are in spanish the owen hart accident is uh wwe over the edge 1990 owen hart accident kansas <laughs> missouri i didn't know that uh that footage ever came out but um kansas city happened on live television during a pay-per-view didn't they have a delay on it or something and they and they blocked it or actually, no, the, actually cameras, the, cameras, the, the cameras swept away very quickly well, let me see I, I gotta hold on let me just check this out <laughs> Well, it's just you and me, Johnny. Uh, hey. question, from, question from the chat. Renus Pinkle asked if uh, if uh, the nitro on my SG burns when I put it on the guitar stand. There is a company. I forget the name of that company, but there's a specific company that people say doesn't burn the nitro finish on, on Gibson's. Um, and for those people that don't know, nitrocellulose paint reacts poorly to rubber. And so if you have a guitar like a Les Paul or an SG and it's hanging on one of those, you know, guitar hooks, you know, like a neck clamp, um, you're going to see burn marks at the sides of the headstock because of a chemical reaction between the nitrocellulose finish, lacquer finish, and the Mm -hmm. rubber. They don't don't work together over the long term. So all those guitars with a nitro finish, you'll see on a stand, we'll get these burn marks down here by the by the strap button the bottom strap button you'll see two burn marks there from the and then uh on the neck you'll see them on the side of the headstocks but it's all character you know yeah it can as be. long as you're not a collector if you're a collector you're not going to put that on the stand you're going to put it in the case after yeah you dump, i mean you know. I, I yeah the string swing is what uh what dry heat what i was talking about but yeah i i put mine in the case um in the cases when i'm not using them anyway because i have two dogs and um I have visions of the um, the guitar in in um, Get Back from the Beatles when when George Harrison's Les Paul just falls. <laughs> I, just like, I oh. saw that. Really, I missed I that actually, one. I actually saw. Did that. It, did it break the? It didn't break or anything. Did no, it? no. I've I've had, and um, you know, I I, I have you know Figures. a dozen or so dozen or so Les Pauls <laughs> and a couple of SGs. And they all have the headstock headstock angle. I've never broken a headstock. Now I have bought a guitar with a headstock break, 
Yeah, this um, one break. Good, nice yeah, repair. I, Fairly nice repair. I bought a Les Paul with a headstock repair. Um, and if you get it done well, if the headstock repair is done well by a good, you know, uh, a good luthier, it won't, it's like a broken bone. It won't break in that same spot again. In fact, it's stronger. The wood tends to be stronger because they use type bond glue. Um, and if it's done correctly, you, the problem is when you have a guitar that has a headstock break, if you're thinking about buying, um, an SG or a Les Paul or any guitar that has a headstock break, reduce the price, the asking price of what market value is by at least 40 to 50%. Right. So for example, a used, let's say a used Les Paul classic random year, Les Paul classic, let's say the used value on that guitar is 1499. If it's had a headstock break, it's worth 800 bucks. You know, it's just, it's, you know, eight or $900. You wouldn't pay. I got a Les Paul standard or 2001 Les Paul standard. I paid a thousand dollars for it and retail value on it was 1899. 99. Um, <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with buying a guitar. If you can get a good deal on a guitar with a headstock break, do it. Um, but I've never had of all the years I've had Les Pauls and SGs and any guitar with an angled headstock. I've never had one break. Never had one fall off the stand either because I'm very careful with them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you got to get get a good stand. Yep, got to get a good stand with like you know get a retaining the rubber retaining clamp on it. Um, I use um, I have one of those. It looks like a guitar case. You open it up and you can put eight guitars in it and lean them. You know what I mean? Like a like a yeah slotted. yeah coffin. Yeah, those those are great. What are they called? It's like a like a coffin case, but it's not a coffin case. Um, and those have, and those are great for the nitro finish too, because they have the, they're, uh, fuzzy, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're cuddly. Yes. Santa Cruz Lutherans are good at guitar repair, especially Luther. Luther, are you angry with me? Yeah. Fenders don't tend to have a lot of headstock breaks. Gibson's. Yeah, it's a Gibson thing. Yeah, probably an, it's an angle thing. But just yeah, just be careful with it. I mean, hey, it's you know it's gonna happen. If it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. But uh, I don't oh, think too many music mans have a lot of broken headstocks either, unless unless you're smashing into the no. monitors. They're too small. They probably the headstock probably wouldn't hit the ground actually. And that's maple too. Those are all maple, right? Gibsons are using. Uh, they're all mahogany. I think is maple stronger. Maple's stronger than mahogany, I believe. Right, uh, Steve. Uh, it's a harder wood. Steve Carmichael is it, or who's our? Uh, <laughs> Steve Carmichael. I think maple is a stronger wood than than uh, mahogany. More, more dense. The you know I don't know. Yeah. Look at that. Look at the chrome. The chrome. The, only, the reason why Gibson has that tilt. Is allegedly it helps uh, sustain. It's better for the tune. Allegedly. Johnny, where's yours? Over the years. Mine uh, is in the loft. The Gibson guitar headstock angle no, is 17 not. degrees. The Epiphone guitar angle is 14 degrees. And Gibson's changed it throughout the years too. I mean, they they yeah, changed. Yeah, seventeen it. is the is the standard is the one that they, the one that has always been the the one that the preferred angle. 
Yes, maple to 14 for a while. Are stronger. Uh, I guess Jay's dealing with some serious shit over there. <laughs> Just his killing kid woke, His kid woke up. Yeah, and it's it's well, you know, I mean, it's super late where you guys are, so that's that's yeah. How are we doing? It can't be good having. We're almost there, so yeah. Can't be good having a, a small, having a little a, one, a, a little one, little wake up. Yeah. What? How big is that loft? It, it's uh, it takes the size of. You can see it. Oh no! Hang on. A Floyd on a on a West Ball or a Floyd on a SG. <laughs> Little trebly. Little trebly there. Dang it. Should be in Dub Dublin. Should be in Dublin. <laughs> Dublin. Caleb, did you ever sit down and and, and figure out the fifty uh, the uh, live without an app solo from beginning to end? I know people have. I just didn't know. I don't know. No, I stopped at the you know after after three sixteen. This you know the the stuff he's doing right here, the 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 hybrid uh, yeah. Mean Streets intro thing he was doing. I was just like, okay, I'll let him go. But I always loved that, you know. That part was pretty sick. That's got the that's got the uh, the ice cream man uh, finger. Yeah, it's actually one less fret. So this is ice cream man, and then this is the live without a net. There you go. Santa Cruz, no. I mean, it can. But it, 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 it got unplugged. That's the loft up there. That's the underside. Oh, did Kirk get offended when I told him to tilt his camera? I don't know. Yeah, where did Kirk go? He said he'll be right back. Somebody well, check on him. James G, I just saw your 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 photo, man. Kurt had to go run and help his daughter. Okay, hope everything's all good, Kurt. Lucy's still watching. Kurt's still out there, folks. All good, man. Oh, wait, who is this? James. Nice setup, dude. There's James. 
James G. Oh, he's nice. got one of those new, uh, those new uh, Wolf Gangs specials. Very the nice. Charcoal burst on the right. I don't know. Part part of me like wishes that headstock was painted. Is am I wrong or? No, you're right. Yeah. I saw. I saw. Uh, That's the only thing I, I I don't like about the, find it. about my Wolfgang special stripes. It looks unfinished. It looks like it's not finished. My Literally. stripe special has a black headstock. I wish it had the matching headstock. Yeah. Like they did with the PV. The PV. I really like the uh, that. Uh, um, what is it? The the blue green one in the special with the white pickups. I think that's a great look. That was my second choice last year, but I got the black stealth fifty one fifty. But uh, now that there's no guitars coming out till June, apparently, um, I'm like wondering: should I just get something that's already existing? What do you guys think? Get what you want. I know part of me wants to wait, though. Like, what? what's That's coming? No, get, get what you want, because as we all know, when you get something or you let something go that you really want, you spend the rest of your time pining for it. You know, when everybody wants to get, you know, they want to get, let's say, the Ernie Ball Music Man, and you get the Axis or you get the Sterling or you get, you know, any of the mm -hmm. knockoffs, it's still not the same thing. If you want an SG, get an SG. If you want a Les Paul yeah. or a Strat, get you know you still well, regret letting that that Clapton Strat go, right? I do. Yeah, I do. So, what are your well, options with the the current lineup? Well, I I can have any striped series uh, guitar, um, or any guitar? any special Wolfgang special or below. Uh, I believe I could get two standards. Wow. So that's a little enticing too. But uh, I mean, part of me like I like I'd love to get the shark, but I don't know what I would. I have no hardtail guitars. Well, there you go. Not, you need a hardtail. That's a get hard. That. That's a hard guitar to travel with. Yeah. You know, uh, it needs a special so case. The two, the two, the two standards make sense. Because you can take those on the boat, not worry about the salt air or anything fucking with them. You can take them to a casino. Yeah, those are road, road horses. I know. I wish I could. I probably couldn't get them by by the by the boat. It's uh, no. You know what I'm seven. saying though. Like those are the ones that like like you wouldn't want to take. You know, a fake well, yeah. 59 to, to a club gig. No, no. I I'd, I'd want it to bring it over to to a you know a house in Long Island and leave it there. <laughs> um, but. I totally, I totally thought. Yeah, I've totally thought about uh, this. The you know, just souping up some standards, and those would be the travel guitars because. Uh, but I mean, you know, workhorse. I mean, those I mean part of me is like, should I get another Frankie just to have two of them, like as a backup? Say, has anybody I mean, got two Frankies? I don't know. You don't need a backup Frankie. No, you can. You can... I don't know. You know. I like the shark. The shark is 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 my. The shark is cool. I I just don't know. I, I'll I'll, I'll be reaching for a, a bar that's not there. It's so weird. I sometimes regret letting my circles go. Uh, that 
see if that one was still available i think i would get that right now so yeah the star is the star available i think the star is available yes but i'm i'm not crazy about the star yeah it looks like looks like what akira takasaki played that hurricane yeah i don't know how about this it's, version of the frankie this is the rare the i yeah i could get the white version of the frankie with the, with the white pick guard and the single coils oh no i mean they don't have that at evh and, but... and the 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 black the um uh rosewood neck too i mean that's how long did that did that last a couple of days maybe a couple of days i think yeah i just was, i found that like that had to be late 78 early 79 right no late 78 that's, that's uh probably february 79 when they were doing rehearsals for the the, the uh van halen 2 tour that doesn't even have oh because he took off the uh the the, the race the pinstripe tape doesn't even yes. have the pinstriping tape yeah yes that's like the and then what headstock would that have been that was the the old dan electro headstock or uh, leo safco only only a floyd rose that's like a bigsby because there's no through route on the uh shark it's like a les paul or a, you know an explorer it is an explorer basically that's a there's destroyer no, yeah yeah destroyer there's no uh there's no through route there's no uh you know back here kind yeah, of thing on that. with a tremolo Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'd love the, the shark just to recreate the photo shoots from Women and Children First, but with the nerds, you know. <laughs> the shark looks cool. The shark looks is one of the coolest. Yeah, things. shark looks really cool. Uh, and it's actually a really good guitar because I remember trying it at NAMM a few years ago with Johnny, and uh, I really liked that one a lot. Uh, felt good, sounded really good. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that was it's different than than the other evh guitars it's it's got its own thing and it's the only one made in korea by the way so i think you'd have to do a lot of work to to route out a shark to put a floating trim on it that would be a lot that would that would be just ruining it so but that's what ed that's that's what the shark is yeah but you can you know they have floyd has bigsby type floyd roses where it's just a top mounted floyd so you Mm -hmm. could you could do it you know Where's the original shark now? Is that uh, have we? That's a fifty-one fifty. Is it in the same uh, configuration condition? Yes. Yeah. Johnny, if what which EVH guitar, non-American, would you would you get if you could have one? I I wear well. I, I wish I, I still had my circles. Yeah, right. Because that that was one. The, the only reason I got that one was it, so it's one I could use, and people didn't didn't think it was a Van Halen guitar. Like I could play it anywhere. Just a cool yeah. graphic. Yeah. Just just a cool graphic. Yeah. When are they going to do the Rude? That, I mean, I think that's the next one up. That uh, has I would I would hope they do the Rasta next. Because I would I would like that one. Like if the, if the Rasta comes out in June, I'm getting it. You know, if mm-hmm. uh, if a fifty one fifty relic comes out in June, like they relic the the Frankie, and it's affordable, yeah, 
I'll get that, even though the headstock won't match. Any hints as to what might be coming out? I mean, nothing, nothing. No. Yeah, I mean, I guess since the yeah they they, well they, there was the a fifty one fifty stripes, wasn't there or no? Yeah, yeah, the first yeah. one. Yeah, but but everyone's it's a little disappointed. Not a, it's not a it's got a washburn headstock, basically. It's just yeah, like, the, the headstock is terrible. Not like the, the not like the Frankie style. That would be. I mean, yeah, fifty one fifty would be the next one that makes sense. But uh, it would with with the success of the, uh, you know, of the Frankenstein relic. I I I can't imagine they wouldn't say, well, we got a relic the fifty one fifty now, because that would just be the natural progression of that idea like why not <laughs> would would uh, evh ever make an uh, uh ernie ball style uh replica? i doubt that i doubt that highly no they, they don't, don't have body shape they don't have the license for that probably yeah, that would be yeah, yeah that, ernie ball they, still sells enough accesses to yeah to i mean they did get away with using the pacer body which which i still don't know the details on how they swung that because gibson owns that that body style they so, still use that body style too they use it for their new the new berettas right yeah so i don't know i don't know how they swung that that's that's interesting to me and it's the same it's the body style on the 5150 guitars too so um, well i think there was you know there have been a couple of uh lawsuits recently that have stated that certain styles you know certain body shapes that strat body shape is indicative of it's become so uh omnipresent that you can't trademark that shape the double cutaway shape is now it's the headstock that you, you can trademark pretty much trademark for any guitar it's the headstock basically I mean, the headstock's not bad it's just it doesn't match you know it just doesn't it doesn't look like the original that's because so. it's got the it doesn't have the rounded on the bottom of the hockey stick and it's not long enough yeah it's all right. It doesn't look that bad though. No, it's it right. looks great. I love that. The the uh the fifty one fifty series that they came out with. I'd love mm -hmm. to get one of those. Get. Gotta get one. Gotta get me one of those. Get one today. Yeah, you from first, from first your local brings up a good point. Just you know, the Kramer eighty fours. Uh I know um Music Zoo has the diver down eighty four available. Yeah, wow. I have, a, I have a Kramer 84. That's what that's what I sent up to Craig to get painted. Hmm. I didn't I didn't I didn't realize the music zoo had been around for so long. They've been around years. Yeah. They just had a uh like it like an anniversary type of thing. Yes, Leo Sacco, I have red titanium upgrades in this guitar. Is that all FU tone? All yes. Nice. Yes, Adam hooked what me size, up. What size block are you have in there? 42L. Whoa. Whoa. With the trim stop. 
Yes. Just for added insurance. Don't want that floating at all. It's pretty heavy, too. It's a heavy guitar. This is heavy. Whoa, that's this. Whoa, that's heavy. Whoa. Is that the one? Heavy. Is there something wrong with the. Uh, what is it? Is there something wrong with the. Uh, the, the Earth's. Uh, gravitational pull. Gravitational yeah. pull. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what? You keep saying everything is heavy. The dragon snake would be really cool, but wow, wow, what what a bunch of, I mean, to to mass produce that kind of art piece, they could CNC that, they could CNC that, but even the graphics, it's. I guess they could. I mean, we're pretty amazed by how many Frankenstein's they busted out, you know. So, I mean, with the way the way they've got uh, 3D printing down, which is basically a you know consumer version of cnc machines essentially it's, it's the same program does the same, Sherman. same sort of thing so why not that would be that would be great to see that one yeah 3d print and the uh what's the uh the hydra the the wayne charvel mm-hmm. yeah well that, <laughs> nobody many, wants, nobody wants that one <laughs> you know what it's it's just not not many people know about it it's, no, it's and he's never. Fun. There's no, nothing live with him playing that. It's all. Yeah, he used it for a photo shoot. shoot. Yeah. One that's photo shoot. It. That's <laughs> it. So. But it's 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 brought up its own you know legendary status as well because of that. It's not really legendary. It's legendary amongst us. Amongst us, sure. Yeah, amongst us. But so is the rude, and so is the 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 uh, the Rasta. Those are you know those are just really amongst us. It's weird. I. I the rude just doesn't the whole paint job just doesn't do it for me there's something about that paint job that i'm just like lean i think it's the bot the fact that it's a two inch isn't that the two inch body that's like super thick and then so's the unchained so's the rasta it's the same 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 uh body not actual but same cut so maybe a little do the natural mahogany (laughs) they'll do ed's uh natural um the hog backup from uh 79 through 81 i think they're done i think they're done putting out limited edition finishes i think i hope they're not i think they'll continue to refine the indonesian and asian import versions and make their money off the frankie until the friend that frankie thing is not going to not going to die down anytime soon i mean the amount of back orders going they're going to still that's why they're going to put out the 5150 for five years put that 5150 out be interesting. I mean, if they took a stab at the eighty-four, I, why wouldn't they? You know, it's, it's yeah. It, what, I mean, I like. I think the eighty-four stripe pattern is just as, or if not cooler, than the fifty-one fifty. In my opinion, I I really like the pattern of the eighty-four. But that lasted one one tour, didn't it? The eighty-four, two, two. two yeah. I guess if you want or to say three. No, oh, it was on. Three. It was on the eighty-eight. Two. Eighty-eight. All right. You do realize that most people can't tell the difference. I do realize that, especially yeah. people people on YouTube that that buy auction guitars and think they were played. <laughs> yeah, right. Owned by Eddie Van Halen. It's Eddie's. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I really dig. I mean, I love it. That's sure. that's a cool pattern, and and I, I think the Hoffer Teacher guitar was cool too. But yeah, yeah, the '84 definitely has its own. Uh, thing going on that as I like. far as the red black and white stripes 
the, you know, those are the three top three, 51, 50 Frankie and 84, and then hot for teacher, I would say. And then the, the millions of backups or the several dozens of backups. Yeah. The Frankie's not really in that category because it's a different style of paint job. Um, Again, most people don't know that though. All they see right. Is That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. It's it's the most amazing thing. Like, when, here's how you can tell how people don't know the difference is you look at all the replica guitars that people have, have made and sold on eBay over the years, and you're like, Jesus Christ, that thing doesn't look anything like it. Even body shape, neck, pickups, like they don't they don't even care. They just paint it red, black, and white, put a couple of different stripes on it, and call it you know a Van Halen tribute guitar, and 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 there's and, and they're still sell because mm-hmm. people a the people that make it don't know what they're doing. And the people that are buying them don't know what they're doing. They just buy it. Wow. Santa Cruz, you, you laid out for the 78 eruption. Nice. That's which, which level the, the, wasn't there three levels of it? Yeah. Uh, which level did you get? I'm assuming it's, you know, the, the affordable one, <laughs> not the, the affordable $5,700 one, right? Or whatever. Was that the lower end was 50 or was it the high, higher end was like 10 grand, wasn't it? I have to 10, assume 15? those are US made, right? Sorry? Those are US made, right? All of them, yeah. 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 Even the, the low Fender end, Custom yeah. Shop. Yeah. They're cheapest level, he says, but that's still, you know, still a six grand. Beautiful guitar, better than the, 50, the 78 that I got. <laughs> the homemade version. We can see it. Can there you it see is. it? There it that's is. right there. From from there, except for the Gibson logo, it's in, in the stripes, in the in the the spacing, in the in in in, in the the volume, and the and the, the shredding, uh, the shredding, and, and the head, the, the tuners, and and the uh, but it's got the right strap. It does have the right uh, bomber strap on. That's it. important. Yeah. Yeah. Tremlo, Tremlo's a standard vendor. Yeah. Anyway. All right. It's the bedtime. Well, I think it's that time. Seventy-eight that oh seventy-eight hundred seventy-eight dollars and seventy-eight cents. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Well, dude, congrats on getting that. That's that's a special guitar. Only forty were made. I think you it's, got the mid-level. I think that's like the mid-level, isn't it? Yeah, and it's actually the his. I, I put up a picture of uh, a few weeks after he passed, where. Uh, I noted that that the first official picture of Eddie Van Halen is holding that guitar, and the last official picture of Eddie holding a guitar is one of those replicas. Would you do me a favor, was- Caleb, and, and keep your pictures of other replica guitars uh, to a minimum, please? Uh, okay. Keep those to yourself. <laughs> All right. To yourself. Yeah. Try not to sell those guitars, you know. You know. Yeah. 40 of them. Nice. That's a lot. Really cool. A lot of money for a guitar. $7,800 for a boot. Yeah. You wonder, will those go up? Oh, yeah. If there are 40 were made, those are going to be, you know, 10 years from now. Might take years. a while, but yeah, they'll go up. Sure. And the killer. That's like the uh, when the first Relic Frankie came out, friend, the Fender Frankie. I can't believe we haven't seen one of those uh, eight signed thumb drives of him playing Eruption on it. You know, like hmm. eight people have that, and uh, not one of them has leaked it. 
Maybe the yeah. Yeah, maybe it maybe it gets taken down if they if they upload it. Maybe. Good night, James G. There may be there may be a legal thing that they sign, like an NDA. Maybe that says if you you know if because they're going to be all watermarked. Anything digital is now watermarked. Yeah. So if anybody can trace back the digital copy to you, you know, they'll, there's a probably a legal entanglement. You know, like a or yeah, it's only playable. Like they can like like they can only play it. Or it's just got their name scrolling across. This is the property of, you know, and then you can't, you can't get rid of that. This was leaked by someone's. Basically. I mean, I would think that's what they do, you know. Leo Safko, that Gibson Jimmy Page Black Beauty Les Paul. They, you know, they put out, Gibson put out a couple of different Jimmy Page signature models. And the interesting thing about them was that they were, you know, the coil taps and then they have the um, true bypass and a phase inverter on them. Well, all of those features are now available on the straight-up Gibson Classic. Like, all of the things, all of the electronic enhancements that were on the Jimmy Page Les Paul are now just available on a regular stock standard production model Les Paul. So your friend paid $11,000 for a signature, for literally the signature. Because there's nothing unique about those guitars anymore. Um who owns the uh, Ripley technology? Is it Gibson or because Kramer owned it or or? Yeah, if Kramer owned it, Gibson owns. It's like all the the doesn't, yeah. doesn't Gibson own the uh, the Transtrem now? Yeah. That reminds and it, me, and the and the guys that are running Gibson right now are doing a good job. They're doing the right things. They're doing the right marketing and and R and D and and putting out good products again. Um, they should rebuild. The, they should redo the the Transtrem. I think that 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 unit right is 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 greatly sought after I, I i don't get it well if there is if if somebody puts a mosquito in their ear i wouldn't be surprised if that doesn't happen because they've done what they've basically done with their guitar lines is they split with an original series and then the modern series and the modern series has all of the you know pcb boards and all the the, the uh you know coil splits and phase inverters and all that shit and the modern series are built like they were back in the 50s and 60s i mean the uh the original series are built like they were in the 50s and 60s with no weight relief none of the you know bumblebee caps the whole old school like wiring and all that shit um and the, and it's worked for them kind of like you know what evh did and having different levels of of their guitars um, you can get the standard series and pay a little bit of money. You can pay a little bit more for whatever, and then you can go up to the custom shop, obviously. And finally, Gibson is finally making a good product again. So, and the re reviews on the Kramer guitars are nothing but positive. Those are built by Epiphone and in the Epiphone factory in China and Indonesia. And people yeah. seem to love them. That's a good point that Rena says. It's like, even if you get a trans trem, like try finding somebody that can, you know, work on it. You know, uh, it's just, you know, I'm surprised because it's, it's such an amazing piece of technology and, and machinery and, and, you know, mechanics and all that. Uh, mm -hmm. um, I'm surprised that it hasn't been even perfected better. Uh, Someone's in, sitting in, on that path. 35 years, you know, 35 years since that came out and I'm amazed that it hasn't even been more refined and figured out, uh, you know, 
Well, didn't the whammy, whammy, whammy pedal kind of do the same thing? I mean, obviously not to the same quality, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's quality stuff. It's digitally you can reproduce that, and that's probably why it hasn't uh, necessarily I, come I back. I guess so, yeah. Well, it's like the Ripley technology. That is such a um, unique and limited um, thing. Right. I mean, nobody's going to use that. If you're going to record like that, you can just record into the tracks and just pan everything and post instead of just doing it live. And, and even MIDI and even does that now. Do it now. MIDI, right. there's, there's been MIDI guitars that have done the Ripley right. uh, thing for like right. 30 years already. Yeah, there are, there are if you have, a, um, you know, a tripler or whatever box that's in the front of your pedal board, that will do the same thing. And you can pan, pan each signal left and to the right. So the idea of the Ripley was great for its time, but the technology has now leapfrogged it and it would be like going backward. And that's okay. Again, I just told you how great it was that Gibson was making guitars like they did in the 50s again. So there's probably a market for it, but I think that market is very small. Mm -hmm. But again, it's still there. The market for, you know, custom certain custom guitars, custom shop guitars is very small, and yet they still make them. If enough people want to spend, you know, whatever the, the price point is for that Transtrem, and the and the ROI on it is high enough to you know the, the profit margins are high enough they'll make well, it. Obviously, it's not because it hasn't been done yet. And you know, there you go. No, and all the people no, that want it are are you know getting older. You know, and uh, like, the, the only the only people that know about trans trims are are the ones that want them. Most guitar players have no idea. Well, you can that's, you can apply that phrase to a lot of things. Most guitar players have no idea about. A lot of things because they don't care all they want is a guitar that plays well yeah they don't care about pickups they don't care about trend blocks i mean it's kind of obvious too that it is a special item but if it was really special i think ed would have written maybe 10 to 15 to 20 songs on it you know like the fact that he only did you know a handful you know, it's an effect. Five, I mean, it's really just, it, just it kind of shows you that it's not, uh, it's not all that. Like, it, it, I mean, you, you think that with a guitar like that, you could, you could write, you know, you know, a fifth of your catalog on it. Like, there's something, you know, special like going on. It's like a theremin or a talk box, you know, it's, yeah, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a nice little specialty item. It's a cute effect, but it was never really mass. Hey, he wanted it for his backup on Live Without a Net. So there was a reason why he asked for that rather than one of the backups when he was playing uh, Can't Drive 55 and Ain't Talk About Love. So he, he wanted that one for some strange reason that we still don't know. <laughs> I think I know. I, think I know we've could. discussed, we've, we've kind of, uh, you know, <laughs> speculated on that a few times. but Because uh... that was his second main guitar. He played two songs on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, it was great to see Jay. It's great to see Jay come back. I know Jay. Thanks for thanks for hanging out with, uh, yeah, with yeah, us. Yeah, great. Didn't contribute a lot this week. Um. Well, I hope everything's <laughs> hope everything's going well in in there. We'll uh, no, don't forget to tune alone. in for Wednesday night for the uh, uh, metal show. Jay will say more that night. Yeah, you'll see Jay in uh, maybe in uh, what is it, Boner Jams? 
Who is it? Who who joins him on that? Boner. Boner. There you go. Boner Jam. It's Wednesday night, six o'clock. <laughs> Don't forget. Uh, it's the uh, Metal Wednesday right. show with Jay Hannon and Boner Jams. There's nothing else going on that night on YouTube. So just enjoy that show. That's right. I'm not saying shit. All right, everyone. It's been shit. fun. Uh, have a great week. Hope everyone's uh, staying safe and healthy, staying warm. And uh, we'll see you next time. It's 52 degrees here at midnight. It's nice. 52. And warm. 52 degrees. Thanks. Thank you, members. Good night. Love you all. Warlag. Uh, crap. There's a couple other ones. I'll I'll remake the card tomorrow. Oh, he'll remake it. Yeah, in a, in like a, a week or a month. Or... Just edit that in. You know, like in you between, took something, something out of last week's show. I, just put something into this week's show. In between sure GTA games or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Have a great night, everybody. Take care. Be great, nice to yeah. each other. <laughs> Be good to each other. No picks up your nose. Oh, your Don't stick any pick up your nose. Okay. Keep the picks out of your nose. No fucking picks. Yeah. Bye, everyone.